listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, I wrote this in Haiti overlooking Cuba. I asked her what's her name. She said Guantanamera. Remind me of an old Latin song my uncle used to play on his old 45 when he used to be alive. She went from a young girl to a grown woman like a virgin. She so sex with no average man. Peep the figure. Move like a caterpillar. Fly like a butterfly. Let your soul fill a glide. Pac woman. Better yet a space invader. If your name is Chun Lee, we be playing Street Fighter. Penny for your thoughts. A nickel for your kiss a dime if you tell me that you love me one time i met her hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a wednesday yes, right sir. short week two two holidays in a row uh but uh yeah we're still here for you guys all right i know you gotta finish working for the rest of the week um so we're gonna check out what's going on with you guys um of course you can find the show itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout test leave us five star reviews appreciate everyone takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and we are sponsored today we're double sponsored actually one of them is not really an official sponsor but i just thought i'd like to hip you guys to some game um as always we have the blackout test premium okay so mm-hmm. the way to sign up for that you can go to the black guy who tips.com slash premium and sign up uh, all the instructions are right there uh we offer a lot of stuff there uh, i don't we don't really talk about it on our main show that often because i feel like most of y'all listen pretty much already know but um you know i've been working hard we've been working hard mm-hmm. to make sure you guys continue to have uh good high quality products in the um premium i, I guarantee it's more than most of y'all can even keep up with right and start, which is fine right start off the year we got to kick it off with a bunch of movie reviews like if you look now you got tons of screeners that he's been watching and other people been watching and they've been getting together and we've been putting it out there movies that you might not even have heard of or thought about seeing um and things like that and um like right said we really don't talk about the main show but we do work hard people that pay for premium we want to be sure that you a lot of people get premium and you can tell when they get it for the first time they be like well god damn it's a lot of shit back here yes it is it's uh close to if not over a thousand shows on the premium it's, uh, i guarantee it's oh it's a lot it's yeah it's, it's i believe it's, it's actually uh we're nearing like a thousand just behind the paywall okay i knew it was close to it and we have several uh different shows i do a show called lip smacking good and it's a show that i do i talk to different people about food and what they like and what they eat and just talk to them about things in general and uh, we're gonna start that back up like it never quote-unquote ended uh but you know got busy trying to schedule people and things like that but we're getting ready to basically start that back up again roger has a show called medium talk where he interviews a lot of people he's uh, interviewed uh Bevertune thurston and uh, a bunch of other uh people and uh they are really really good interviews Roderick is actually a great interview person so for those of you that like for people to actually have nuance in their conversations and talk about things and you will actually get a chance to hear a perspective from people that you normally don't get to see particularly people that do a lot of traveling but they go from radio show to radio show in all these different places they normally just ask them the same generic questions and they spit out the same generic answers and you don't really learn anything about the people but one thing about 
roderick and his show you actually get a new and different uh perspective and you know a lot of times it is sometimes on my show about mm, i've never got i've never been asked that question or hmm, you know you catch people off guard you know with the questions because you know you you normally sometimes ask them things outside of what they normally been uh introduced to and for those of you but like this you ain't even got to like sports if you like funny shit balls deep i'm trying to tell you now there's a lot of people that go i don't like sports but what they do like is Rod and Justin getting together, having a good time. It's your <clears throat> serious sports show. Mm-hmm. Very, very serious <clears throat> sports show. So serious, we actually have a rap song intro, just like all the serious sports shows have. I know. Can you play it real quick? Oh, uh, okay. I did not have it queued up. Oh, no but problem. I can, I can definitely play it. Just give me one second. Yeah, and, and, I, and I love the, the seriousness of the sports show but they have a real really good time with that and there's people to go well, i don't know nothing about sports or much about sports but i love to hear y'all talking it's people to go well y'all keep me abreast of sports and things like that so it's not your normal right they do talk stats and statistics sometimes but it's not like your normal sports show i can truly tell you that it's not gonna be a bunch of stats and statistics and stuff like that Yo, we talking sports, but it's way more serious. If your team got a buy, would you buy curious? Light skin slander, making Justin furious. If you looking for a side chick show, here it is. We not talking about the pick and roll. We talking hold control. Hold. Giving you all the sports you can hold. This ain't Stephen A. Sis or Skip Bayless. Nah. Take so hot, it'll hit you in your chest. We pull no punches like Stephen Smith, who is a credit to his community. Great we have nothing but the utmost respect for him and his family. Jay Trill, he always keeps it real. No matter the topic, he tells you how he feels. And sometimes Cameron, which he feels like sharing, comes through on the mic and just starts glaring. Ride the God, he goes so damn hard. Call a spade a spade, he'll pull your card. Falls deep, the hottest Texas in the league. Big Ben is a rapist, you best believe. Switch a real, Aaron Hernandez going free. Switch a real, to Aaron Hernandez goes free. Go balls deep. We going balls deep. We going balls deep. We going with balls deep. No, in all fairness, that song was created when Aaron Hernandez was still alive. But the point being, we have a very serious intro, okay? Yes, a very because we do very serious sports talk, okay? Yes, yes, they do, and y'all, it it is a ball to uh, uh, watch and, and enjoy, and uh, it's the only place that we did fantasy football. We did it for the premium people uh, through football deep sports, so we didn't do it with, with the. Um, on the normal side this year um and also we do movie reviews me and Roderick watch a lot a lot of movies we watch a lot of movies y'all and i watch a lot of movies sometimes without caring so we actually have uh movie reviews that are called spoil reviews for people who've seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie or don't care about spoilers because we definitely spoil the movies but we have pretty good uh conversations about what we like what we didn't like it's uh normally they're somewhere between 20 40 minutes a good a a good movie that we really want to discuss maybe an hour right at the most but um you know in just in the last uh, few days uh i think let's see so two weeks ago uh bright uh me and brandon from where's my 40 acres you guys should know him uh phenom black uh we review bright 
um on the weekend and then uh karen and i reviewed blade of the immortal which is this like animated i mean not animated it's a japanese action samurai sword you know film um i reviewed the florida project with john from podcast fandom who you guys should know um, yes. from projectfandom.com um beatrice at dinner lady bird and victoria and abdul i reviewed with sarah vincent who is a movie critic and uh prolific writer and stuff uh we we had a great conversation about some indie movies if you if if you don't want to go watch these movies which uh i know the oscar's coming up and uh much like you listening at home i'm rooting for all everybody black come on uh but sometimes we get caught up where we don't watch these other movies and then we're like i can't believe this movie beat out moonlight or whatever and it's like well did you watch the other movie no and i don't need to and i'm like that's cool you don't need to but maybe listen to our review of it and you can see if it was even good or if it had any issues and whatnot so i hope you guys enjoy that kind of stuff we do off-season reviews yes. which is reviewing tv shows that uh karen and i watch or or me and a guest watch yeah sometimes i don't watch them all yeah and and we review them after the season is over or during a break rather than try to review each episode individually because things can get kind of you know hazy like that um yeah now when we get a pre a full uh perspective and uh yeah we got some of those to uh, crank out soon yeah and you can uh get put on to some shows future man uh future we man reviewed reviewed in humans stranger mm-hmm. things i reviewed um mm-hmm. um think i reviewed stranger things with nick jew from what's the tea so mm-hmm. the point being man there's a whole lot of, of stuff out here for you guys to come get get your life to uh and you can sign up for it com slash premium uh so you know what we got going on out there um yeah. and i think you'll really enjoy it and i don't even think we brought up the nerd off yeah the nerd off yeah the nerd off is a lot of fun and it's normally rod chris and aaron and uh, it rotates around but those that's like the core right now and uh i pop in and out when when i can and i enjoy getting on getting on and nerding out with them video games and comic books and things like that movies you know comic book movies and all that type of stuff it's really really fun and uh it's uh also uh we know roger can just no longer do this show because they do the pregame back to ball steep sports before they record ball steep sports roger can just get in here and they just kick it and so they started recording their conversations before they start balls deep is actually pregame and so a lot of times that is hilarious so a lot of people listen to balls deep sports but if you don't listen to pregame sometimes you miss some of the jokes rolling into the uh balls deep sports that may have been on pregame they talk about them going to the wine they talk about the interaction with people and things like that it is really really fun talk about the things that went on during the course of their week and stuff like that so for those of you that want to keep up with justin this is a great way to keep up with justin um and also uh we have some shows that uh uh i don't want to say we no longer uh do anymore but they're still on the feet like house husbands Mm -hmm. the real house the real house husbands a reality show slash uh audio show reality show it was like an audio drama i don't know what we were doing with it i think people enjoy it because it's silly right it was too much editing for me so i had to stop but it was and and we didn't know what we were doing after a while we had no plot but you know (laughs) we had no plot but it was just uh, a fun show to to do um and it had its time and then we moved on so Mm -hmm. but impossible white man movie reviews i mean it's just the point is there's a lot of content out there um like it totals up to like 800 and something shows Mm -hmm. behind the paywall so if you guys you know 
are wondering you know let's just say today's episode is brought to you by the blackout test premium and if you ever feel like signing up um you know go check it out and if you have any questions and stuff you can always email me the blackout test at gmail.com so thank you guys thank you and uh let's get into the show um all right so um you said we had two sponsors so yeah f- fuck the second one we i didn't think that was gonna take that long oh okay uh, I, th- I thought that would just take like a minute we'll just do the, another the, the sponsor another day okay fine. uh but um let's get into it ain't no promotion like self-promotion you got me to talking about us i don't i don't i don't blame you i'm not blaming you but i'm just moving on just got, moving got, on got to let the people know yeah i appreciate you i appreciate you um so yeah you can uh check all that out the blackouttips.com slash premium all right let's get into the show show okay a lot of stuff is going on in the world today um i guess we should start with with maybe news and then we'll we'll see what happens from there um so uh why is this moving slow okay there we go all right so there's a lot of news happening um marijuana stocks soar as california legalizes recreational pot no shit in unrelated news marijuana has stock now i did not know that that was a thing is it on stock exchange i guess i don't know i mean it has stocks i don't know i mean can i invest in it i don't smoke but i'll put some money in it companies in the cannabis industry have added nearly two billion dollars in value since california dispensaries started to legally sell recreational marijuana on january 1st hardened by the reporting uh long lines outside of california dispensaries and a possible wave of legalization in other states shares in cannabis related firms soared tuesday canada-based canopy growth rose nine percent nine percent vancouver-based aurora jumped 24 percent uk-based gw pharma popped two percent um ontario-based afria grew eight percent canadian firm med relief climbed 27 percent toronto-based chronos group advanced five percent and while other canadian companies can trust increased five percent still the companies are relatively small with some trading in the u.s at least on less regulated over-the-counter markets that come with extra risk the seven uh companies the largest marijuana related firms by market capitalization according to marijuana international corporation added about 1.7 billion dollars in value in the past day for a total of 19 billion uh that came as california made selling pot for recreational purposes legal for people 21 and older and allow allowing them to possess up to one ounce of the drug the surge also comes as canada is set to become the second nation after uruguay to legalize recreational marijuana by july massachusetts meanwhile is also expected to sell marijuana for recreational purposes in july despite california's legalization marijuana sales remain illegal under federal law right and that's going to continue to be a problem mm-hmm because it don't matter what your state do if the federal government be like fuck that shit what can you do yeah they'll still try to raid places and stuff come on and you know um that was that was one of those things where i think uh it's always a bitter i'm always happy that marijuana is becoming less restricted and becoming more normalized i think it is good for the world that you know i i think like with all the shit that we have all kinds of drugs over the counter people addicted to opioids people are alcoholics and stuff i feel like marijuana should have been been able to be consumed by 
adults legally and so many people are in jail and in prison because of it but it's always a bitter pill to swallow because we know that black people uh have just been historically targeted and demonized when it comes to any level of drug offense uh legally and 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 it just sucks now that watching these people profit off of it and i guarantee you that these people are not opening the doors for black people they're not opening the jail cells for black people and they're not opening up the industry uh to black people so and it's from what i hear it's so fucking expensive to even get in there you have to have all types of capital like they make it almost impossible then a lot of people who actually know the drug and know the drug really really well can't even do it and people that are actually let's say you serve quote unquote you served your time and got out now because you have uh something on your record even if you wanted to you couldn't even enter the industry to make money right you know so you basically are barred from uh doing it and you know for me that's why i have i have the biggest uh problem with it and the thing is it's tons of money to be made the federal government needs the money you know and it's one of those things but it just very very frustrating they did the same thing with alcohol uh cigarettes is another thing but they did the same thing with alcohol you know where they were fighting back and forth and all this shit passing laws banning it and all this shit then eventually they was like hey we can tax the shit let's tax the shit and make it you know restricted and all that shit and make our money i think eventually our country would get to that point with marijuana um it's gonna get to the point where it's gonna be like well fuck how else can we make money people smoke you know and it's not even smoke smoke people smoke with it people bake with it people do all types of things with it. you have uh it comes in liquid forms and all types of uh of ways you know to consume it uh people use it as you know lotions and all types of ways and it's one of those things where i think something's gonna happen something whatever's gonna happen and, and somebody's gonna say but hey because states are like hey we can make money and tax it and people are like, hey, I can go buy it and not have to worry about being fucking beat upside the head and arrested or buying it from some kind of quote-unquote shady drug dealer or, so, or a third party in it. I don't know what's in it. It might be laced with something, you know, something might kill me or some shit like that versus if I buy it from the state, I know that they're not going to kill me. If they do, I can sue them. Yeah, I think um, I will see because I think the financial argument has always existed, but there's this moral argument and this puritanical argument and then what we have to remember is there's just as much a financial argument for companies like anheuser-busch to make sure that marijuana stays illegal privatized prisons would love to see marijuana stay illegal so they're like people yeah, because always, it would be a lot of because a lot of people drink because they go well i don't want to be bothered because i know mar- it's competition right and it has less of a side effect than I mean, can you imagine bars that allow people to sell, smoke weed or whatever? Like, if mm-hmm. there was a such thing as, mm-hmm. well, we're not going to get, you know, if people were like, you know, because a lot of alcohol is self-medication. Yes, it is. A lot of the opioid stuff is self-medication and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I'm not saying this would erase all other drugs, but mm-hmm. I think they don't want the fucking competition. Yeah, I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, I, but I think it should be out there because a lot of people would rather do that than wake up with hangovers and shit like that or blacking out and not remembering. 
you know i know a lot of people were like hey i really just have quote unquote the munchies <laughs> you know than all the other problems not, not that uh smoking marijuana doesn't have its problems also but it's one of those things where it has a lot well, less you can't, side effects you can't overdose on it correct you know like we see people that die in drunk driving accidents all the time we see people that um you know die because alcohol poisoning opioid addiction stuff of this we, we you just don't see it with marijuana and i think that's scary to the pharmaceutical industry that's scary to the beer industry that's scary to cigarettes all this shit like yeah they don't want this competition in my opinion and i think we always forget that part of the argument when it comes to like oh yeah well states should just legalize it tax it or whatever regulate it and it would be good for everybody and it's not really it would be good for the normal person probably that may be in you know like oh i'm a weed enthusiast so i would like to try it or something it's not gonna be good for all those industries built off of the fact that we put people in jail for this shit and uh people use other things to medicate as is that's that's true too i never really thought about it like that but that's true too and i know uh for for me like i said i've done like i guess you can do weed in like a liquid form i've done it like that before but not like smoking like a blunt or anything like that and it's one of those things where it is it's very uh relaxing i can tell you that much uh and i didn't try any drugs until i was an anything like that until i was an adult because i was bought up in hey if it ain't prescribed to you don't take that shit you know i was really bought up like that like don't be trying no drugs don't be doing you know uh ronald reagan and the the the, the dare program and the say no to drugs and the mcgruff the, the the crime doll all that shit worked on me as a kid because i was like say no drugs <laughs> and yeah, I, was I was on it for real i was kind of just a nerd so i didn't know anybody that was doing drugs to even hook me up so i wouldn't know how to and, and that too. get drugs right now if i walked out of the house and oh. you gave me a hundred dollars to say a rod find some drugs i would come back with a hundred dollars in an hour and be like i don't know why you sent me out to do that shit so it's just not my forte or whatever yeah, no, and then, i didn't go get them because i would i wouldn't know where to get them either and then nobody also because i wasn't necessarily cool like that nobody i knew was trying to smoke me out either so no. everybody was just like oh you're the good kid and, and you they got, will beat you away with you got a scholarship or you're gonna go yeah, to like college, you're trying to be somebody you know so they would be like you can't do these drugs with us and then i would never get get high so and now <laughs> now i'm 40 and i never tried it and i'm like what the fuck happened dog i know what people always, happened people always assume that i do get high but uh no i'm just weird and funny yeah and, and, the, and the thing with me uh i'm just a naturally hyper person so you know people might think i'm not no no i'm just a i don't think they think i don't person. think people feel like you do weed though i think it's a different type of <laughs> know, right? it's a different type of vibe that those people give off those druggies <laughs> those goddamn hippies it's just a different type of vibe but i don't know people always assume because of my sense of humor and being kind of silly and funny like well oh well i know you smoke weed i'm like never before never have um why you got some then they'd be like ah, you too you're a good kid don't stay away from this i know beat it you don't come from this man Mm-mm. you know i don't know number I, I don't know the slang terms like half the time roger be knowing more than me y'all know who you know he was listening to the rap and i'd be like who this young young um um person over here and what that mean and what that what that means so y'all know i ain't mm-mm. yeah mine is like dewey cox the walk hard story 
people just tell metal just keep running in telling me to stop not to do the drugs so um anyway uh but i have had been around like when people smoking i get maybe like a second hair high but i think that's totally different um oh okay um all right we got uh <laughs> we got <laughs> we got um, an I article be a ring okay um texans a texas prison is closely closely monitoring a hunger strike involving 40 inmates who stopped eating days ago oh uh texas prison officials say they're closely monitoring a hunger strike involving about 40 inmates uh that started eight days ago the 37 prisoners participated uh participated in a house at the all red unit in uh iowa park around 120 miles northwest of fort worth near the oklahoma border the inmates involved are held in the segregation unit what a segregation unit uh texas department of criminal justice spokesman uh robert hurst said uh, on tuesday the number of those participating has fallen since sunday with 45 inmates with 45 inmates were involved hurst said they begin refusing meals on christmas day but some have food in their cells that they purchased from the commissary the protests i believe that stem from inmates complaining about recreational time food portions and temperature he said the department would take appropriate action if needed but did not elaborate for, for further the segregated inmates at the prison are isolated because they are deemed a danger of security risk but uh, they're not eating what's that danger too well you know one of the things um i think is with prison we kind of see it as a punishment and it's more punitive than it is uh about um recovery and about people reacclimating and learning to like educate themselves and be um um put back into society so i think as long as we view it that way it's pretty easy to be like treat these motherfuckers however you fucking feel and especially with inmates that are you know violent uh in any degree which it sounds like that's what this unit is for people they feel are dangerous um i would not doubt that the conditions in there are probably not uh humane that that, that that no human being should live under no human being should but it's like if we have human rights then we have human rights whether you're in prison or not so correct you know the idea of um you know i, I would be i would love to see what exactly the demands are and what led to the demands because i i mean something I, happened to strike to, to cause yeah, that 40 people they you know like that's not like just that. that's like one person said i had a bad experience it's a bunch of people being like what y'all doing isn't right and y'all don't pre- treat the treat other prisoners this way so right because you get in there and a lot of times you're under situations where you have a lot of brown people and you have a lot of not always but in a lot of uh, areas you have a lot of uh white people in administration and white people that are parole officers and things like that and even some of the black people brown people treat them like shit treat them like less than talk to them any old type of way treat them like animals you know and it's one of those things but they are people they're human beings regardless of what they did and why they're there you know uh they're treated bad and when you hear the stories about the things that happen and what what the things that they allow to happen you know a lot of times we hear about the stories breaking out about the fucked up shit that happens in uh prison and stuff like that and uh, the stories is break is a drop in a bucket compared to half the shit that we will never hear about yeah i, I think it's uh it's like if you don't see them they don't exist and we were just talking about how um privatized prisons were even starting to charge for you to virtually see your loved ones in prison like a skype call type thing that they charge you for and it doesn't even really work well 
and they just you know because like you're not human and we do we're in this business for profit and i wouldn't be shocked if condition wise there's things that they do for profit you know temperature you know hey it's cold outside let's keep it cold it's hot outside let's keep it hot um uh conditions like food portions like they said hey make cut down on the food portions but this is about money it's about how much profit do we make per prisoner and giving these motherfuckers uh, a little too much um you know ramen noodles is fucking us up make them pay out of the commissary if they want to eat you know i could definitely understand that because it's all for money so i i I would not put anything past that's why it doesn't need to be privatized yeah i would not put anything past the the profit motive vegas strong fund pays 12 las vegas shooting victims and then stops you guys may have seen these commercials for vegas strong Mm -hmm. uh yeah pj damasio a survivor of the october 11th las vegas shooting cashed a check for a thousand dollars friday from the vegas strong fund he is one of 12 people who received checks this week from the nonprofit totaling fourteen thousand eight hundred dollars he is also he also could be one of the last the checks ranging in amounts of two hundred to thirty nine hundred dollars Mark the first distributions to October 1st victims by a nonprofit established in response to a shooting. But it was unclear Friday whether additional victims would receive money from the fund. The Vegas Strong Fund is a 501c nonprofit created by the Nevada resort industry after the shooting. The Las Vegas Victims Fund, a separate 501c3 uh, nonprofit, that has raised more than 22 million dollars for victims of the strip uh mass shooting and gained far more attention than the vegas strong fund isn't expected to distribute money until march many victims have expressed concern with that timeline because they have immediate financial needs you got shot in october you had to go to the hospital more than likely oh we'll get to you in march we'll get your money then and others won't qualify for assistance from the victims fund at all <coughs> so then the vegas strong fund came in <coughs> sorry <clears throat> the 1400 i mean the fourteen thousand eight hundred dollars came from more than 12 million in commitments and cash collected so far 12 million they have paid out fourteen thousand eight hundred dollars uh so far most recipients will not qualify for assistance from the vegas victims fund which will benefit those who suffered physical injuries and the families of those killed the vegas strong fund cut the 12 checks at the request of two survivors of the shooting jennifer holup and christopher christine correa and a victim advocate anita bush the three spokes the three spoke with members of the vegas strong fund october 20th over the phone informing them of the vast financial needs of many shooting survivors we explained that people are living out of their cars afraid of being evicted and that some lost their jobs because of post-traumatic stress disorder uh they asked the vegas strong fund to help by distributing funds to people who need food and housing among other immediate needs the day after holup korea and bush spoke with members of the vegas strong fund a representative of the fund said in an email obtained by the review journal the members of the vegas strong fund are very willing to work with you and your group to help these survivors and families that need immediate assistance the three women immediately began reaching out to the acquaintances who needed help and asking how much money they needed for food shelter and other needs they passed that information along to their contacts at the vegas strong fund then word of the potential help began spreading to the people uh women didn't know directly uh the, that these women didn't know directly so the women began vetting people they looked at documentation submitted to the nevada victims of crime program they looked at facebook pages had people send photos or videos and check their names with people they knew were at the event it took us about two or three days hours and hours and hours bush said 
demacio was living in montana in september and was planning to move to las vegas and uh, at the end of the year using the money he made uh from working route 91 harvest festival as a bartender instead he used the money to start a new life in oregon where he has been living out of his car the ptsd has made finding work in oregon a challenge for him when he first received the check he said it didn't seem real i didn't really have any help for anything but being swept under the rug he is trying to get by with a temporary job while he looks for full-time work and receives mental health counseling a lot of us need help the majority of us who worked the right the night of the shooting have been out of work because we're just emotionally not able to work or not physically able to work um uh tasks that used to be mundane take a lot more effort now he said and loud noises and random visuals trigger anxiety i'm going to put the money a thousand dollars aside to help me get a place to, to rent uh between sunday and friday the three women submitted claims for another 17 individuals totaling forty thousand two hundred twenty two dollars and 43 cents and notified the victims uh but the help might not come to those 17 people at all uh a member of the vegas strong fund emailed the women on friday the vegas strong fund is analyzing a number of requests for continued support and evaluating how to have the most positive impact for all the victims the board of the vegas strong fund is not however comfortable with the continuing issue checks to survivors because we are not in a position to either vet these claims or accommodate all the financial requests you and your team are submitting what what the fuck are they doing 12 million dollars that they got million dollars where's this money going under the guise of helping the victims of this tragedy because that's what people gave that's why people gave you money 12 million dollars you're you're a non-profit where's the rest of the money going then where um yeah so they basically just said yeah it's not there's no money uh that we're not we're gonna stop giving you guys money to people that are actually affected by this keep in mind if you if you got shot or hurt or whatever physically like not people that got mentally you know fucked up and whatnot physically those people won't get money till march from the other uh the other uh fundraising uh charity so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but people you know we'll, we're like this we'll see how people respond you know because it's one of these things where a lot of these there were black people that got shot but most of these victims were white so a lot of them gonna come out the woodworks and gonna be like hey i want my money and i could two things it's several things that could happen i could see them still being like well fuck y'all or either i could see them not wanting to be shamed once enough people get angry about it and paying something might not be what people want but paying something 12 people got paid 12 doll what are y'all doing with this money uh amorosa is struggling to land a book deal Hmm. Uh, I guess Robin Roberts tried to tell us. Said she'll have, she'll be ready to tell that story when she's ready to sell it. When she better sell it. Yep, and that's what she's doing. Bye, Felicia. But I guess nobody wants to hear it yet. Mm-mm. Oh, whatever you selling ain't got. Like I said, she gonna be. She wants to talk, but whatever she's probably telling or trying to sell ain't enough that people want to hear people well, we're not interested in that or, or or you know she knew just enough but she didn't know as much as like a flint knew you know I me mean, or somebody like that because she not trying to find it, she really didn't have a position or a job that uh where she would get detailed information like that but also people want inside information to like trump's personal life right. and his marriage and stuff i wonder if she would even burn that bridge i mean being friends with trump has gotten her a lot of shit and specifically um he's the president of the united states 
there's not very many more powerful allies than that and for some reason he's taking a liking to her i doubt that she would completely sell that dude out and burn that bridge unless you know it was really profitable and there are other people that are going to burn that bridge that are going to do it way better with probably more inside knowledge than she does because she was never in on the actual decision making for policies and stuff so i know steve bannon just put out a book and apparently it's about to be like you know fire and brimstone between him and trump and i'm like yeah i'm also ain't gonna have that Mm -mm. unless she's just gonna make shit up or or she's gonna violate his trust in a way that will make sure that she can never work with him again uh dr phil is accused of giving his guests alcohol and drugs before shows what yep uh dr phil and his staff have been accused of applying addicts appearing on the show with drugs and alcohol former guest and survivor china uh winner todd herzog was battling alcohol addiction when he appeared on dr phil mcgraw's cbs show dr phil in 2013 he told stat and the boston globe that he was flown to los angeles for the show's taping and was sober when he arrived then he found a bottle of vodka in his set's dressing room Herzog said a show staffer asked him, also gave him a Xanax so it could calm his, calm his nerves. Uh, Xanax ain't no over the, that's not. It's over the counter, M&Ms. but you gotta get it diagnosed, I think. Uh, I mean, not over the counter. It's, it's used prescription. You gotta get it pre- prescribed. That's what I thought. I was like, this ain't going by like you can go buy some Reese's Pieces cups. But people do pop them reg- recreationally all the time now. Yeah, well, said calm his nerve for his appearance. Then when he went on the show, he appeared drunk and looked like he was struggling to walk. Uh, today I had an entire bottle, like a liter of vodka, Herzog told McGraw on the stage, a breathalyzer test oh, show. Wow. He blew point two three two six three, more than three times the legal limit. You know, I get that it's a television show and that they want to show the pain that I'm in, Herzog told Stat in the Globe. However, uh, that would have, what, what would have happened if I died there? You know, that's horrifying other former guests have accused a popular tv doctor and his staff of putting them at risk and leaving them without medical attention one woman claimed a show employee told her to buy heroin from a drug market for her niece uh, who was trying to detox that's like evil <laughs> like if that's true that's evil that's not even just like a misunderstanding it's like that's pure fucking evil to exploit people this way um next you're gonna be telling me he told uh that catch me outside girl to beat up mama you know martin greenberg a psychologist and the show's director of personal affairs said the claims are absolutely unequivocally untrue uh dr mcgraw has a very strong sense of trying not to exploit people greenberg previously told the publication now it is a tv show these people volunteer to come on they beg to come on he tries to treat them with respect and give them the opportunity to get help if they want to do that it's not a complicated formula oh they be begging to come on that's a good point Word. i mean they might i mean they do tell you at the end of every episode if you want to come on it didn't call this number so that's true i mean I, I would i have no doubt that there are a lot of people out there because i think like with that catching outside girl I, i've been said this her mom is her fucking manager yes she don't like that shit is an act and um there's like she's gonna monetize her wild ass child and let that girl be out of control and do all the fucked up shit that she's gonna do and act a fool as long as she get a check like she don't care about raising that kid i mean her daddy already been like look i, I tried to get cussy on my child because her mom is a piece of shit and people still kind of think that like it's, it's sad in a way but people still look at that girl as the problem when it's the people around her that are really the problem 
you know it's the black dudes that are rappers that are trying to be in the videos with her and exploit her that way right it's the uh people that signed her to a record deal um it's her mom as a and her slash manager it's uh you know all the people that didn't intervene it's dr phil it's all of them but they but you know they would have us all look at her and be like oh this bitch she's 13 she literally doesn't know what the fuck she's doing to if there's not an adult to tell you this is too much when you're 13 that's what the fuck 13 looks like yes when sir. you're just you know however old she is now but yeah, you don't have no no boundaries no borders like like yeah. as an adult it's your responsibility to put boundaries and borders around your child for your child's protection yeah so i wouldn't be surprised um but we'll see what happens um if, if these claims go any further than this uh let's see um here are the most ridiculous editor's notes from uh milo slapadopoulos's canceled book that's right he got that book deal and he fucked it all up video of right, him talking about right before it was supposed to come out too didn't he yeah video mm-hmm. of him talking about pedophiles that shit being okay and uh you know all this stuff um and of course these people tried to monetize it they they signed him to a, probably a much more lucrative book deal than most actual accomplished writers get and this dude was basically a troll and they wanted to capitalize on the pandemonium so the question becomes can he even write you know we've seen the notes from behind the scenes with him and breitbart and you've seen how they encouraged him to write and he had most of his shit ghost written by somebody else so you know it didn't even really seem like he was writing all that shit Mm -hmm. um anyway um steve bannon's one-time protege milo yalopoulos uh sailed into uh the alt-right sunset earlier this year thanks to a video that showed himself his uh the self-styled firebrand seeming to endorse pedophilia the backlash over these comments was swift he was disinvited from cpac lost his job at breitbart news and had his forthcoming memoir canceled by publisher simon and schuster the book titled dangerous was allegedly close to being finished and he had been advanced a healthy sum of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for his publication but yogurtopolis felt it was worth much uh worth much more than that he sued the publisher for wait for it, 10 million dollars a lawsuit Simon and Schuster called publicity driven right now however thanks to the lawsuit much of the debacle has become a matter of public record including a manuscript of the aforementioned memoir a software engineer Sarah Mee has done us all solid and unearthed not only the manuscript itself but each of the editor's notes these notes are harsh direct and hilarious please note the book's editor was Mitchell Ivers who is no stranger to the world of conservative publishing he has edited manuscripts for President Donald Trump Michelle Malkin and Ben Shapiro and more each of these authors were after a certain number of drafts given a go-ahead by iris though dangerous scenes so far from meeting his standards as to be laughable here are some of the best editor's notes <clears throat> so uh he, he has this one poor iris had to inform yadonopolis there was no semen in a factually incorrect paragraph oh um let me, i think i have to click on each of these on twitter okay cool give me a second and let this load up um so all right yeah let's see here it says uh wait hold up that picture doesn't say that more from the category things of professional error never imagined had to tell someone okay let me see what the do i have to click on these pictures to make them bigger or what all right all right cool let me click on it and make it bigger 
all right this section of simon schuster's rebuttal to milo uh lawsuit over dangerous all right let me just make that the next day january 14 2017 iverson the plaintiff a follow-up email summarizing the conversation he had with the plaintiff and his agent the day before in which he outlined his editorial concerns with the manuscript including seven most critical overarching issues he explained that these are the seven main issues that must be addressed in the revised manuscript in addition to the edits and queries throughout um in particular he noted why establishing gays hate me chapter needs a better central thesis than the notion that gay people should go back in the closet and the feminist chapter needs a stronger argument against feminism than saying they are ugly and sexless and have cats ha 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 iris made it clear the plaintiff's first draft was not acceptable to the publisher it goes without saying that in addition to these seven points given the level of revision being requested we reserve the right of additional review and discussion uh iris comments on the draft manuscript were even more detailed and identifying substantial concerns the publisher had with the manuscript spelling out what revisions changes or supplements were required at the outset he observed that there needed to be a preamble on freedom of speech and political correctness that would be a short and serious statement here that sets out why you do what you do without trolling without bombast without name calling and without ego uh then later he said avoid gratuitous insults unclear unfunny delete uh this entire paragraph is just repeating fake news major point you will have to address the charge of racism clearly and with greater depth uh when you discuss leslie jones in the book and you must uh so i guess he was trying to avoid that all right this section feels right right like he got to address that you can't write a book and not even talk about her this section feels phenomenally petty this whole section has to go too much ego this entire argument is ridiculous this entire section is the most poorly thought out section of the book this doesn't make sense or pass intellectual muster it's just trolling on an issue that many readers might take seriously um, but that's what the fuck he does so that's what he gave you and he's like you can't nobody gonna want to read this bullshit he uh he considered the plaintiff's first draft to be at best a superficial work full of incendiary jokes with no coherent uh sophisticated analysis of political issues or free uh, free speech i believe him like but that's that's how he made his living and that's what people support yeah uh that's just really weird um but uh yes yeah, it's, it's it's crazy that um they even gave him this deal knowing you know he didn't really have anything Mm-mm. oh and, and if it would have if it, if he wouldn't have fucked it up he'd have made millions uh citations needed another one delete irrelevant and superfluous ethnic joke um does what this, does superfluous mean uh unneeded okay unnecessary no this does not show this at all gratuitous i will not accept manuscript that labels an entire class of people mentally ill <laughs> not a sentence let's leave cuck out of it here <laughs> he was like the whole group something wrong with the whole group these abrupt changes in tone and this particular chapter particularly chapter do not lighten the message with your message with humor they simply diminish your authority and another one this is not the time or place for another black dick joke <laughs> they gave this man two hundred fifty thousand dollars, guys they can't get that 250 back but what he ain't gonna get is no more than that they thought his ghost written work at oh breitbart, so somebody else wrote this for him no they thought his ghost written work at breitbart which oh. we covered on the show that much of that was okay. written by his yes. partner quote okay. unquote, they thought that was worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars for him 
no basis to say this all this pop psychology is hogwash you can't say ugly people are drawn to the left have you ever seen the people at the ah, trump rally ah, <laughs> delete entire chapter the book is better overall without hitting these ugly people notes in the other chapters and better overall by deleting this one entire chapter y'all uh, this has never happened another comment this is not true another comment this is not true either right because you put it out people gonna read it like you can set yourself up for lawsuits off that was like you can't do this let's leave fecal waste analogies out of this chapter stick with virgins perverts is unnecessary absurd name calling ha! You ha! Use... Ha! Ha! what did you just open up the book in this every offensive term you can think of the use of a phrase like two-faced backstabbing bitches diminishes your overall point ah! Ah! uh no it has not is a comment on this one no just capital with a with a, a smh point then after that cat all caps delete ugh guess we done, done got tired of read this bad grammar and misspell words and run out sentences and shit these gratuitous epithets destroy the intelligence of this final paragraph delete Ha! no verbs no adjectives no pronouns this entire paragraph is just repeating fake news there was no blood no semen and there's no was no satanism delete oh make your points without comments like this this one i you know what this is this dude did not want this book like he was like they're like listen now uh we're gonna need you to edit this he's like come on man like i've been here working my whole life now nah, come on now i can't be editing this bullshit like at least yeah. trump had the sense to let someone else write the book and then i talked to that dude right and i bet he was like y'all gonna have to give me a raise for this bullshit uh this entire section of the book is poorly shot is a most poorly thought out section of the book if you want to make a case for gay men going back in the closet and marrying women just to have children you're gonna have to employ a lot more intellectual rigor than you use here this doesn't what? make any sense that does not necessarily follow uh this whole section is filled with assertions that don't have the weight of fact understand the difference and back up every claim here because this section will be hotly scrutinized yeah he's like i write for a living dog you you can't put this out there and people won't just tear to pieces don't use trannies here it just derails your argument and oh, no and no that's not the point not here oh no this is i can't look at these notes it's who gave him avoid ah! avoid parenthetical insults they just diminish your authority throughout the book your best points seem to be lost in a sea of self-aggrandizement and scattershot thinking add that something he talks mm-hmm. add something like this only less self-serving this is definitely not the pace for for more the place for more of your narcissism um jesus this is it was so like bad. why don't you just pay somebody and have them like i said have them write it and then i just have to go back over that person gets in the way of the point you're making and it's not even funny this is not the time or place for another black dick joke and dumb joke so even it wasn't even funny a lot of black dick jokes in this book a lot of uh cunts and bitches yeah i so anyway that's just a sample of some of it just trash and they gave if and I'm that's like, the they case have, we can write a book and for the record i hope they never get their motherfucking money back oh no 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 they're not gonna get their money back I hope they'll get a dime of it. i actually hope he wins the lawsuit too because mm-hmm. fuck them they should have never gave his ass a, a motherfucking um they should have never gave his ass a, a, a job you know what i'm saying they should have never gave him that money 
that's what i'm talking about you got bright intelligent and smart people that actually got some shit to say that y'all won't even look their way to actually pay them for a fucking book right um chocolate factory boss goes on a gun rampage and holds his workers hostage shit what i know i guess shit ain't sweet a man has been killed and three more have been injured at the shootout at a sweet factory in moscow damn special forces troops were preparing to storm the menshevik sweet plant amid reports that the plant's owner was rampaging through the premises with a gun holy shit I, I mean you out there just minding your business all of a sudden it's confetti sugar everywhere you don't know what happens sprinkles all over the ground powdered sugar mm-hmm. brown sugar molasses fucking everything up Mm-hmm. yeah what do you do when your gun boss has a gun <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah cotton candy sweet and low let me see that tootsie roll <laughs> let me see that gun explode yes uh he was identified as Ilya Av- uh, avery and, and i all. probably said that phrase wrong y'all but i probably did cotton candy is sweet as gold yeah his name was gold i think that's what i, I don't i'm not i'm not sure i probably fucked it up but that's my version of it anyway uh and it said to uh he said he came in and shot three visitors um believed to be local prosecutor the local prosecutors shit all they wanted was some sweet cotton candy and got some bullets got some right. hot fresh bullets thrown in that chocolate river i know right uh they all said all said to be injured while a fourth person identified as alexi kostakov was shot dead at the scene oh yeah oh, De- i guess it? it was death by chocolate <laughs> A sweet tooth for kill you won't it <laughs> see that's what you fuck around and fuck around let that sugar kill you mm-hmm. uh avery anav or the bds as they call it avery anav was barricaded to plant and refused to let police officers enter um and he called a radio station from the building a radio station mm-hmm. who even has a number for a radio station did, did he days? did he get mad and was like willy wonka mm-hmm. how dare you i'm on uh hey you on uh you on power 98 can i help you right now right i got a gun i'm in the chocolate factory oh you want to play some r kelly chocolate factory we can't be playing that this <laughs> no, early in the morning it's too early in the morning for that uh he accused the prosecutors of acting like criminal gangs against him adding they have been following me for four years he said i'm the factory's director i'm sitting inside here barricaded they pulled my factory away from me by using fake documents they are buying everything they are faking documents and using these fake documents in court this morning i came into work i was stormed they tried to take me with a gun with other arms i have arms too today i defended myself <laughs> i shot it i shot one of them sadly looks like i shot him to death this is the story if i live i'll fight until the very end now if i'm being surrounded by special forces all's well now now i'll either be shooting myself or i'll surrender then uh the head of the moscow police general oleg baranov was at the scene uh taking personal control uh the sweet factory has been cordoned off source close to the company said that it's in debt and that avery faces legal sanctions over the financial problems 
damn Mm-mm-mm. i guess he needed to wait till uh payday maybe hope the three musketeers show up <laughs> but you know that's what happens that's what happens guys you either gonna get it now or later okay <laughs> if you would have had some money it would have been fine if you would just had a sugar daddy come on sugar daddy mm-hmm been somebody sugar baby maybe that would have worked out mm-hmm <laughs> guess he just needed a break <laughs> Karen, i see you over there laughing there's no need for all this snickers okay <laughs> you, can stop. you can stop all right it's not funny mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't mm. soul story just told me the reese's pieces <laughs> just mounds and mounds of blood all over the place oh yes it was i'm sure Mm-mm-mm. um <laughs> let's go to the next i don't even know what to do after that that's mm-hmm. terrible um let's go to uh how about this alcohol makes people more racist and homophobic by acting as an igniter to showing prejudice says study Mm-mm. yeah no 100 i'm gonna cut this, this, I'm a, this this is in the same thing with the cops who be like i'm sleepy so i'm extra racist yeah i'm gonna cut this story short uh this study short shut wait i'm gonna cut this study short and just say um nigga you was racist and homophobic before you start drinking come on it can't turn you into that nigga just let it takes care of your inhibitions and now you doing what you really wanted to do the whole fucking time which is be a racist homophobe bigot motherfucker try blaming us alcohol i have never drank some alcohol and be like oh this is so good what is in this is this wrong what is mm. oh man mm, mm, mm. you know what um now i'm racist against chinese people uh i'm done yeah yeah oh i hate muslims by the way thank you for this thank you for this delicious drink tonight it does not work like Mm. that oh a gay person uh well i'm homophobic now okay maybe that's what happened to coolio he was like you know what i actually love trans people oh what is it this is tasty get her out of here like maybe you know yeah well you know because i like like mimosas and stuff so i drink me a mimosa and be like mmm i don't like you niggas around me i'm racist against y'all right i'm racist against myself i'm so drunk right uh mc light thinks her comments of flirting on the workplace are taken out of context oh shit what happened i guess she found herself between the hardest rock and the uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i was gonna say a hard place but it didn't make sense uh <laughs> i see i'm rubbing off on you predicting <laughs> that's not like my bad joke it's just alcohol y'all predictably mc light <laughs> found herself in hot water when she used social media to suggest there was a fine line between flirtation and sexual harassment and that the line was determined by people's level of attraction to the person initiating the behavior oh sexual harassment or flirting probably determined whether she likes him uh she wrote in a caption for her instagram post some of y'all flirt on monday to get what you want and then when he she flirts on friday you mad article new now light stepping forth to address her comments when she says we were misinterpreted 
my last post was taken out of context i was talking about flirting in the workplace begins like who was married over the summer is it cool or is it not i actually met my first boyfriend working at chi chi's mexican restaurant and i know people plenty of people who have met at work started dating and wound up getting married so of course sexual harassment is completely unacceptable but it's very different from flirting i still believe that the rules of engagement need to be discussed okay let me just say this that is not what you said that is not what you said you was like you mad the joke was yeah like i hate i just hate people when they do the intellectual dishonesty you thought it would be funny to make the same cliche joke everyone makes which is if the guy look if it was will smith talking about let me sniff your pussy i bet you'd be happy like it's the same cliche joke and it's not really true no which is the other part of it like you can be an attractive man in power and still uh cross the line from flirting to sexual harassment and joke the joke is always you one women are just being too sensitive and they're and they're overreacting to flirting and calling it harassment that's the number one joke part of the joke and then the second part is uh and, and of course and men are being unfairly targeted by these vindictive women who just don't find them attractive that's the that's that that's the other part of the joke and that's not what's happening so i don't understand how we get to this conversation from uh matt lauer has a button under his desk that locks people up and we always end up in these fucking it's 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 really frustrating because like i said i look at everything back to that racial lens while i compare shit and it feels like when people say like well if you hadn't have been mouthing off to the officer or if uh you know uh well he had a hoodie on walking through late at night and it's like i can wear a hoodie that that shouldn't be illegal for me to wear my hoodie coming home from the store that should not be illegal i shouldn't die for that for somebody that's not a police officer or whatever even and 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 but but you still end up in that conversation well now i'm having a conversation about what didn't happen you know well look i mean you walk down the street you smell like weed you're, you're fighting people i'm like that's not even what happened though that's not what happened so let's talk about what happened is louis ck being accused of flirting no is dustin hoffman being accused of flirting or speaking to a woman it's like how many how many of these things do y'all not even it's just sad that we'll never get anywhere because of people would rather die on this hill than talk about what happened this is all a distraction from talking about what's act what what people are actually being accused of and doing it's just easier to talk about like oh if a man come by ask for your number i bet you uh, like no actually ugly men ask for women's numbers all the time and they don't end up in hr come on like and if y'all believe them niggas that tell you shit like that shame on you that's like when a white person says like oh this person just doesn't like me and 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 it just i don't know why they just happen to think i'm racist how many of y'all believe them at face value and go yeah that's what happened and how many of y'all be like, I'm going to talk to that black person and see if that's what happened? Because it's almost never that, right? It's almost always like, nah, he said, what's up, my nigga? And I said, fuck you. So I don't fuck with him no more. Oh, cool, because that's not what he told me. Well, a lot of people get this secondhand information from dudes, and they just run with it because we always listen and believe dudes. It don't matter what they do. It don't matter what they get accused of. It don't matter what they get convicted of we always go the dude is right everybody else is wrong and if we find one dude that is telling the truth we use him to exonerate all the guilty men and to and to incriminate all the women who are telling the truth that's what we do right as a society right and that's the and that's the bullshit that i don't care about 
you know because it's always an exception to the rules when it comes to this thing most men that are that women come forth most men did that shit in some way shape form or fashion and people don't want to hear that they might have did the shit well, they, they love to paint women as crazy right they just want to paint they just want to paint all the women because that's what you end up doing you're just painting women as these vindictive crazy petty lying bitches that is exactly what you're doing when you bring up this approach to well we're talking about the me too movement well let me talk about flirting in the workplace well no one's talking about that Mm-mm. harvey weinstein wasn't flirting in the workplace like it, you you have to be able to understand when you're purposely being deflecting and then to come back and lie basically because it's intellectually dishonest in my opinion they'd be like no 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 i wasn't even trying to say that what i was trying to say it's like dog you were and that's and the thing is if you were honest about it i could at least respect the honesty of well i was just trying to turn this shit into a joke like i don't really believe these bitches or i think you know it's just a bunch of women being accused out of you know accusing people for nothing nah nigga just say the truth Cause you, cause what would put it this way? If I walk into a room and I say Russell, uh, Russell Simmons has been accused of rape or sexual assault by at least eleven different women. These are facts. This is what is happening. He's being accused, and you say it's gotten to where we can't even flirt in the workplace. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, those are not the same. What are you talking about? How is me saying hi equal to? pulling your dick out how are how are you being misinterpreted you are like this is a a common thing that many people are guilty of Mm -hmm. you don't want to talk about your homeboy being accused of sexual assault by a bunch of women so you turn it into damn it's like i can't even say hi that's not what he's accused of please for the love of fucking god show me the guy who got sent up the river for saying hi show me that dude like we're not talking about the south in the 1960s and a black man whistled at a white woman we're talking about 2017 rich fucking moguls being accused of sexual assault by 11 people and you're going it's like we can't even flirt in the workplace that's not the same it's it's just it's ridiculous man anyway um i hate that she would volunteer to take the charge on some shit like that because you, you really could have said nothing and been just fine and now everybody's gonna use her as a victim of it's like people can't even talk about this shit well you're not actually talking about it what we're saying is can you stop deflecting from the conversation at hand unless you don't if you don't have nothing to add then don't add nothing but but until somebody gets gets taken down by a bunch of vindictive women that were just tired of him saying hey how you doing shut the fuck up because that ain't what's happening no that's not and also it's one of those things where these men are never canceled the quote-unquote worst is that they lose their jobs quote-unquote that's the worst they don't go to jail they're never sentenced they keep on living and a lot of times they continue to victimize other people right um at any rate you know it's just it's just it's whack i just hate i just hate that it's it's frustrating to me because we keep coming back here and i think uh in general this is why the fuck we can't really um uh, progress on any of these issues because this is just what people do if you talk about rape people bring it to i can't even flirt if you talk about uh racism i it's the pc mafia i can't say nothing these days 
talk about transphobia it's uh you guys being too sensitive if you talk like everything is you know uh the rest of y'all just tripping and so it's like these huge systemic issues that literally are killing people nobody want to talk about this shit they want to talk about some other shit and it's the willful ignorance of people that could inform themselves we have an internet in front of us you can read any of these stories someone asks you about and you can also hit no comment because that's your friend russell simmons your friend i completely understand hey man no comment because it ain't not i don't want to say nothing bad about the person i don't want to even have to fucking think of them this way and i didn't i didn't aid in a bet any of this i you know like it's literally not my fucking business and i'm and i and i don't want to say the wrong thing so let me shut the fuck up that's his business and he need to handle that good luck in court that's it you know like i can understand that because i think the internet can be callous people do think everybody's a fucking trained spokesperson and professional speaker and shit nah you that but there's a way to say no comment that you don't have to be because if the alternative to this is no comment give me no comment every time i'll put it that way you know if if my if, if somebody i love one of my friends my family got accused of some shit i'm hitting y'all with no comment because i because i i know i'm too emotionally compromised i'm gonna want to believe that person no matter what the fuck they say every person i know got a story of some guy that has done some fucked up shit or been accused of some fucked up shit sometimes even convicted of some fucked up shit that they refuse to believe did that shit because they because they love that person and they never gonna believe it you know like it's like unless that person come to them and look them straight in the eyes and be like man i did that shit most of them will go to their graves like he ain't do it i well the evidence show he ain't do it well it was witnesses he ain't do it well he went to jail he was convicted on dna evidence he didn't do it he said he ain't do it he ain't do it the end and it's like okay maybe you shouldn't even talk about it then you know like maybe this time you just leave it alone like i got my personal beliefs and i'm leaving it at that because i'm emotionally compromised i can't talk about this with the detachment that it would take that i would talk about something else but yeah to, to to hop to the just is it's, it's just what a waste this is a shame this is a shame that's it and, and and she's emblematic of a lot of people i'm not even saying like it's mc light particularly i'm not even really mad at mc light in general like it's more my frustration with the general tone of the conversation which is people want to talk about everything but what's happening and i'm like when i tell people this me too movement shit it's gonna die the, the the whole like consequences for this shit is gonna eventually people gonna just roll their eyes like uh y'all bringing this shit up again that shit is coming soon get it in while you can while they still getting rid of motherfuckers because it's coming soon like if you holding the secret now the time to probably put that secret out there because eventually motherfuckers ain't about to care no more like they already gearing up to be like this is just y'all doing a witch hunt and this is just y'all uh making shit up uh, uh we can't even flirt like is we're at that point already with this shit and it hadn't even been six months and people are already like yeah fuck this shit i don't uh, what i can't say nice dress like we at that point now you know yeah and sometimes the statements will be ridiculous you go no motherfucker no no you can't you can't say it because you're that fucking stupid you but, but know, you're not really stupid you, you're just saying this shit just because you don't know i was thinking about that you want to know why people ask that because they know they're not supposed to do it right see they afraid to lose the shit that they do the shit that they like you know what i mean you're not really supposed to do that at work 
you don't really have to fuck anybody at your job you don't really have to flirt with the people at your job i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm not even saying i'm I'm out of that as far as like uh, i'm not saying whether it's common or not 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 right or wrong we know it's wrong we all know like in a in a professional setting we're not supposed to be on that shit we we have all these common sayings right don't shit where you work and you know oh it, let let you break up with somebody that you were oh you was dating somebody from work oh that's y'all playing you fucked up right there you fucked up like everybody knows it's a bad idea but but we're human people are attractive there's chemistry there you, people meet their love of their life at their jobs it happens but that's just not what this is and i just wish that people could understand that separation because just because you feel partially morally i don't know uncomfortable with the way that workplace interactions take place and you may feel that you've contributed to this culture by being like uh i've commented on a woman's dress or i've commented on a dude's ass and his khakis or some shit and we joked about it and it seemed cool but what if he would have took me to hr well that's a risk you took like that's a like and that's what everybody's that's why everybody trying to bring it back down to shit they doing like so what i can't even flirt at work i mean you can and the vast majority of you won't get in any trouble for it if we're being honest because it's commonplace but that's not what the fuck these cases are about so stop trying to center yourself and your weird violations of the of the moral code of your job and step back you know what happens you know like i like i said i have yet as of yet i have yet to see the person that has been accused of simply he flirted with me and then pbs fired him i have yet to see that it's all been egregious violations it's, you know it's all been like he was fucking people that he had control of their fucking careers right. okay that's not that that should not seem to be a thing you have a pattern of fucking people at your job that you have you can control their careers you can see how that might be a moral slippery slope where people feel like you have their careers in danger if you if they don't please you right in every angle that they can you might understand why you would want to stay out of those type of power dynamics at a job you know you might understand that you know but this shit where uh he said uh he said hi he was looking at me funny and so i went to hr and got him fired like that's not why matt lauer got fired what are, what are we talking about and maybe y'all just need a reminder maybe that's what it is people just need a reminder we don't always have time for some of our segments so i'm gonna make time and uh do taking out the trash we haven't done taking out the trash in a while and the stories continue to pile up. Them piled up high. i'll just skip uh i'm gonna skip fucking with black people today and go to this take out the trash um let's see um young turks founder sink Ung- uh, yoger or oh, yoger i don't know how you pronounce that nigga's name apologized um for his insensitive ignorant post about women so 
this dude's from the young turks and you know obviously on the more welcome than thou bernie is the real solution mm-hmm. hillary clinton is uh the piece of shit and you know and and like a lot of a lot of male journalists that covered the 2016 election that really were hugely anti-hillary yes they were very vocal a lot of stories coming out about them being very abusive to women colleagues and having passed of comments about women i'm I'm not saying it's related but it is oh okay well karen is saying it though um anyway he was the host of the liberal online news show uh by the way he used to be a conservative red fucking flag anyway uh he um like because to me there's not that much difference between the extremes when the political parties like there's not that much difference between the tea party and then the i'm so progressive fuck everything and i'm so conservative fuck everything it ain't that much different i I think it's a reason that people go from one extreme to the exact fucking opposite with no middle ground just like fuck the government fuck that nigger obama fuck them (laughs) and it's like okay all right so you was on uh fuck obama fuck everything he's the worst uh so what are you now oh i'm so liberal but but fuck uh, obama fuck the government fuck everybody fuck everything you know like like oh okay well, it's not that much difference between y'all anyway uh i'm not surprised that he would go from conservative to to that anyway uh but yeah he uh deleted his early 2000 uh post uh but they were unearthed by the rap uh they were written by mr yoger i don't know how you pronounce his name uh still considered himself to be politically conservative he told the outlet in an entry from 2000 complaining about his lack of sex he declared that genres of the genes of women are flawed because they do not want to have sex nearly as often as needed for the human race to get along peacefully and fruitfully another entry titled rules of dating said he would break up with a woman if he hadn't felt her tits by the fourth date and that there must be an orgasm by the fifth date what was he on some pickup artist shit a post of 2004 described a road trip when mr Eger and david collar now senior vice president of operations at the young turks in which mr collar or Kohler, i don't know how you pronounce it reportedly wrote that he chatted up three whores in training in one small pennsylvania town we stopped for gas and while sink filled up i went to talk to these three girls who were walking down the road nearby turns out they were three teenage girls whores in training literally looking for boys to pick them up mr kohler declined to comment on the matter to the rap telling the outlet in the phone conversation i don't want to talk about any of that stuff uh mr ugly he was who was recently named Mediaite's list of most influential media 2017, mm. which described a 47-year-old host as an icon amongst progressives in America, mm. told the rap that he was a different guy when he wrote those posts. The stuff I wrote back then was really insensitive and ignorant. If you read that today, what I wrote though 18 years ago, you're offended by it, you're 100% right. And anyone who was subjected to that material, I apologize to. I deeply regret having written that stuff when I was a different guy if someone said that today i would heavily criticize them on the show and rightfully so and i have i've criticized myself over the years i had not yet matured and i st- guys he's 47 now 18 years ago that nigga would have been like 29 he was a 30 year old young boy just a child just a young child just growing you know how we all are at 30 you just haven't matured yet you just just sweet young child 
um but he said still i was still a conservative who thought the stuff that stuff was politically incorrect and edgy when you read now it looks really honestly ugly and it's very uncomfortable to read here's my thing i'm not so upset that he said these things a long time ago i really am not i don't i don't actually find that very shocking i think most people especially before they knew how big and real the internet was correct a lot of people was out here faking the front talking crazy mm. talking reckless yeah probably go down my timeline who yeah. knows what you find Make, I, I forgot how shit i tweeted yeah making jokes that you didn't you know that that, that you either shouldn't have been making or didn't understand or whatever I, correct i don't find and i and even worse if you get to people's like if you could record every moment of our lives you'd find some shit that people fucked up or right whatever that part is not that egregious to me what i do find interesting though the same people that can't get over hillary clinton saying super predator were all up in my mentions telling me i got to forgive this shit it was a long time ago people change do they which people are allowed to change which people are allowed to develop and evolve and all this shit who's allowed to do it i just want to know you know it's just interesting how some people get the right to be like i'm off that shit it was a mistake i fucked up if i if, if someone said that today i'd be like fuck that nigga okay but you still be bringing up old shit when it's when it's someone you don't like though it's interesting but what about an email most people's morality extends to whether they like that person or not correct and that's the end of it but uh yeah and then someone also talked about um his current behavior in the office and they were saying that he still is kind of inappropriate and immature when it comes to sexual stuff which uh-huh. i would not be surprised about at all right and i believe that some he believes some of the same stuff now yeah i don't know how you go from that shit to just uh i never really was called out on it it didn't get brought up until just now and now i'm like oh you know what guys it's really uh that was years ago and i i, I would never uh do that you know how it is guys Mm-mm. yeah someone who works for him now who made the, co- the comments under a condition of anonymity said sink is just a knucklehead he's a boy he talks about women the way i talked when i was 13 he's obsessed with body count basically said basically how many people you fuck this is an important number to him uh and then recently it's 2013 he went to miami and tweeted about how women had improbable breasts and butts and stuff so yeah i i um you know I'm like I said, not that shocked. Glad he seems to have kept his hands off people. That's what's most important, I believe. Uh, so that that's that's sink. Um, Nelly sued for sexual assault and defamation. This happened after his accuser, Monique Green. Um, you know, she dropped the, the criminal case right. because the police violated the um, literally violated her confidentiality and people knew her name and exactly what she had said after the police had promised they wouldn't tell anyone and so a lot of people took this as some sort of exoneration of nelly Mm -mm. this meant of course he could not have done it if this woman would drop charges lying bitch blah 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 her saw a lot of that because people don't read people aren't very analytical and she literally put out a statement like no i dropped this case because specifically my trust was violated and i don't trust the police to go forward with an investigation where they put my fucking information out after telling me that they would investigate this quietly keep my name out of it and protect my privacy 
doesn't seem unreasonable to me if it happened to any of us i could see it imagine you whistleblowing say your company did something illegal you go to the police hey man keep my name out of it don't but listen my company is dumping shit illegally you get home your phone is lit up with media calls your your picture is circulating or your name is circulating online excerpts from your testimony are coming out and people stuff that can identify exactly who you are at some point you're like you know what actually i don't want to pursue any criminal shit leave me the fuck alone i'm not cooperating anymore i'll drop it y'all are fucking up my life and and we haven't even started this shit yet so i'm not surprised that she would pursue um civil uh a civil um thing because sadly when it comes to sexual assault sometimes the most thing you can get the closest you're gonna get to justice is some money yeah money equals justice same thing it comes with like when the police kill a black person sometimes the closest thing you're gonna get to justice is some money because that job that i was saying going to jail and the city ain't about to do shit to to, to to change anything but give you some money and be like now now leave us alone and shut up sign these documents and don't talk about it no more anyway uh she sued him claiming that he sexually assaulted her on his tour bus and later damaged her reputation by refuting her account the seattle times reported wednesday that monique green's lawsuit against nelly whose real name is cornell haynes jr seeks unspecified damages the rapper was arrested on his tour bus in the suburban seattle walmart parking lot in october prosecutors said last week they weren't charging him because the woman was cooperating with the case nelly's attorney saw the lawsuit and said it is uh financially motivated and a countersuit is planned uh green's lawyer karen kohler said the client only sued after the rapper publicly contended last week that she fabricated her story the associated press generally doesn't name people who say they're victims of sex crime but kohler said green agreed to be publicly identified so we'll see um but yeah uh uh sexual harassment settlement uh total in congress grows one hundred ninety nine thousand dollars in 10 years in the past 10 years almost two hundred thousand dollars they paid for sexual harassment settlements mm. yep it's a lot more than just uh al franken yeah it is yep uh new details have emerged uh tuesday they show that taxpayers paid an additional 115000 dollars in claims of sexual harassment complaints between 2008 and 2012 adding more information to the growing amount of such claims on capitol hill the latest information was given to Rep- representative greg harper republican mississippi uh chairman of the house administration committee by the office of compliance the ooc the office where victims file complaints released information for five more years than what had already been made public the new details were being shared with the rest of the republican house conference behind a closed door meeting tuesday morning adding to the details of a previously disclosed claim of $84,000 that was settled between 2013 and 2017. The new figures bring the total of sexual harassment settlements through the office uh, to 199000 since 2008. The earlier settlement was for a complaint against Representative Blake Farenthold, Republican Texas, who has subsequently announced he will not seek re-election. Hmm, don't say. But the release of information on such claims of settlements has been piecemeal in Congress. The OOC refused to release information on settlements to Senator Tim Kaine, Democrat, Virginia, who requested the amount of sexual harassment claims filed and how much was settled. So he asked, hey, can I get, I want to see all the settlements and I want to see how much, and they said no. The new numbers were released as part of an effort by Harper's committee to get a better handle on sexual harassment in the halls of Congress. Yeah, it's because of me too. 
they they said they were gonna say no no leave this shit alone hush hush and then the me too movement kept blowing up and some of these motherfuckers start going down and now it's like well we don't want to look like we weren't cooperating but you weren't cooperating until you had to the committee has set to unveil bipartisan legislation next week that reforms the system that is titled to protect the accused over the victims the information does not include the names of the victims or the accused and it does not include other ways members of congress can settle claims including with their individual congressional fund which is how representative john conyer settled his twenty-seven thousand sexual uh dollars sexual harassment complaint so this is just some of the money if you come from this pool of money but you can privately settle out of your pocket and keep it off the record mm, interesting how much of this is taxpayer money how much of this is our money that we pay in taxes and then these motherfuckers turn around and be like i was grabbing pussies here's seventy five thousand dollars uh not that i raised not out of my pocket out of some Mm -hmm. the government's pocket and you know what's not happening schools ain't getting funded roads ain't getting built right it's crazy um and and that that's not to go over what what other kind of graft jobs lobbyist stuff that they they might be doing to cover up some of this shit as well um but yeah and that's the the senate that's you know what i mean those are our politicians our representatives um matt damon got himself in some hot water um he said that and it's funny because matt damon has decided to be the guy who's gonna make the case for the obvious and um basically get roasted for it um because i don't find what he's saying uh necessarily to be so fucking outlandish but i do find that within the spectrum of the conversation that's happening he gonna get roasted because that's what he do like like he like he's not coming at it from a good place in my opinion um anyway he got interviewed on abc news uh it was 16 minutes long but he talked about harvey weinstein the collective responsibility and the spectrum of sexual violence um he was slammed by plenty of people including the me too champion Alyssa milano and ex-girlfriend and former goodwill hunting co-star mini driver the wide-ranging interview was picked apart by feminists who derided his mansplaining and by women and men who saw him minimizing certain kinds of predation but the focal point of the collective anger reflected on social media and in headlines afterwards fixated on damon's interpretation of the word spectrum i do believe that there's a spectrum of behavior right he said in a sit down with peter travers and we're going to have to figure out you know there's a difference between you know patting someone on the butt and rape or child molestation right both of these behaviors need to be confronted and eradicated without question but they shouldn't be conflated right he later said and on this end of the continuum where you have rape and child molestation or whatever you know that's prison right and that's what needs to happen okay and then we can talk about rehabilitation and everything else that's criminal behavior and it needs to be dealt with that way the other stuff is just kind of shameful and gross not when you don't want to be fucking touched what are we talking about here in a series of tweets milano explained to the actor that sexual violence is systemic and that she has been a victim of each component of the sexual assault spectrum of which you speak and they all hurt and in sense driver told her ex you don't get to be hierarchical about with abuse the just the just damon uh used to diminish some predatorial uh behavior didn't fly yeah here like i said it's the same thing i just said with mc light you try to reduce the shit to like well hold up now well let's not throw these all these men away that's not all the same uh they're not all getting the same penalty what are no, we talking about not. 
that like you're reiterating something that guess what people who are abused who have been the victims of abuse survivors of abuse and whatnot they've already thought of this there's a reason louis ck isn't going to prison and harvey weinstein is being investigated criminally so you're literally talking about something that's already taking care of itself and framing it as well listen guys i think we should have a moment to talk about this we are talking about it if you're saying all the behaviors are reprehensible and need to stop then why are you so worried that someone's gonna over prosecute one of these men in the absence of anyone being over prosecuted who are the men being unfairly maligned every time i ask this question i'll get crickets i get dust give me the names of the dudes that you're like well they they didn't have to do him like that yeah none of them are being killed brought out to the street in the middle of the road and shot none of that is happening if we're keeping it all the way funky none of the ones who are literal rapists are going to jail either right normal ass people we haven't reached the point that damon claims we're already at let me go to the next section because we're gonna get cut off and we're at 120 we'll be right back guys don't touch that dial it's got jam on it um all right but this see this is this is the thing i privilege though people when you have that kind of privilege you can't help but center your own feelings ahead of everybody else's and it's just what about me guys have we thought about me as a man and how i feel um yes we have a lot of times and a lot of women who have been victims don't care right like let's just keep that real i don't care about you and your little old feelings it does not matter to me and me saying i don't care all of a sudden makes me the problem because i say fuck your feelings well you go fuck the feelings of the victims fuck the ptsd fuck you know them having nightmares fuck them not being able to live a normal life again you know uh fuck their family actually losing a person because some people never recover and they're never the same from the situation and a lot of times you know when people try to you know compare certain things you can compare certain things but some things you you just can't compare and it's and it, and it just look you can compare everything i i really do think everything's comparable right but everything ain't equal right that that's more you, of what i meant everything's not equal and, yes and i don't like i said i don't disagree with his point i don't think anyone disagrees with his point there is a spectrum it is all reprehensible there are different penalties set up for all of it already it's the it's the idea of repeating this obvious thing as if as if no one's thought of it and if it's not happening but it is happening you know that's the problem like russell simmons ain't going to jail you know what i mean louis ck not going to jail like uh dustin hoffman not going to jail that's not what these people coming forward and being like listen this thing happened to me what you're essentially afraid of scared of upset by is that men are losing anything that offenders are losing anything at all and i I mean the fact that they are losing if if public if they're losing public goodwill and now i don't want to see your movie you we view that because we live in a society that's conditioned us to think men should not be penalized no matter what they do right we live in a society that thinks we should not be penalized that we we are not used to someone even considering a woman's word 
or a not even a, a survivor a person who's been victimized a person that's right. been whatever like you pick the word that makes you feel the most comfortable there but we're so conditioned to saying this person experienced abuse but we not gonna believe them so therefore we need to just keep going this man this person this part this violator this whatever is too important and too powerful for us to do anything about we are so used to millennia of fucking the human condition being that that just as it is a slap in the face to even consider well maybe this guy shouldn't be doing this show and suddenly i don't want to watch it anymore so i don't want to see your movie now because i don't he's on my do not watch list and i rarely do that but i'm like yeah i see him and i'm like i'm not gonna see that well matt damon literally hasn't done anything that we know of Mm -mm. that's what's amazing about this he volunteered to take this charge like i know people are mad at him about the race band and shit with great wall or uh i forget the uh, uh project uh green light or something he says like i i get that i'm not even trying to say that that's not fucked up but i'm saying in this instance that ain't even what people are talking about Mm-mm. you know what i mean like i got we got our screeners this year they normally seeing us films they think are gonna win oscars and movie awards but they decided this earlier in the year before the me too shit started yep i had a woody allen movie i had a louis ck movie i had a um what was the other dude casey affleck movie straight in the trash dog and it's not even on some like i mean one all three of them movies look boring but then it's but also but also it was just kind of like yeah y'all they wasted investing in those movies they basically wasted their time with those fucking movies because these dudes finally had some people believe the accusations that they were accused of and say now wait a minute isn't this a little fucked up and i feel like matt damon's ill-timed comments are on the well what are aren't we rushing the judgment and really making it seem like these dudes did it when we don't know if they did it and that's what he's trying to say Mm -hmm. essentially you know and that and and it's like but we do know that they did it you got motherfuckers apologizing you got video evidence of shit and you're still talking like everyone's just your name a name and then just the motherfucker has to go and that's not what's happening you know how fucking hard it is to get a fucking sexual assault um accusation in a newspaper you know they vet that shit did you know that project veritas tried to fake a rape accusation against somebody to make a funny like isn't it funny we tricked this new the washington times and, and they were investigated and then it was found to be a lie because they investigate these claims y'all just because they not telling us these women's names to protect their anonymity in many cases doesn't mean they're not looking into is she telling the truth what i need sources i need to verify this i need witnesses i need dates i need proof y'all are in the same location i need all this shit i need i need to see your text messages that's what we require you know when people say believe women i'm telling you it's not about any woman say anything believe them that's the most simplest basic stupid way to view this they are literally saying we did all the evidence we got all the work for you just believe what we're telling you because we vetted it nah fuck that shit Mm-mm. y'all trying to get megs out of here for saying hi on the street like get the fuck out of here anyway um but but like i said his comments i don't find so egregious it is a spectrum they aren't all the same 
but it, by by that case everybody is already on the same page with you matt what, what why'd you even say this point as if it was to you know to help everybody out like we lost focus of it it's the same unless you are upset that motherfuckers are losing shows which is what it sounds like then what are you really talking about because ain't nobody going to jail um anyway um so yeah uh he said people don't understand the relationship between a rape joke wait who said this uh, one end of the spectrum is the kind of predatory behavior seen with Harvey Weinstein, who's accused of raping, brutalized, harassing women for decades. At the other end, could be a sexually demeaning comment from a male boss. All behaviors along the continuum are harmful and none should be tolerated. Palumbo said, if people don't understand the relationship between a rape joke or inappropriate comment or unwanted touching, then we aren't able to challenge the overarching culture, she said. Uh, though each of these examples is different they are connected in that power dynamic that allows for them and the excuses people make for them such as she let them on or she just wants money and attention are the same indicating that any of these behaviors or our reactions to them are normal is what many are talking about when we say rape culture um damon makes a distinction between weinstein al franken and louis ck seeming to suggest that the former is a criminal while the latter are merely gross franken resigned after more than half a dozen women accused him of sexual misconduct ranging from harassment to assault ck was accused of masturbating in front of several women in doing so damon effectively minimizes certain kinds of predatory behavior there are different crimes that carry different weights that that carry different sentences that carry different punishments said nicole's service volunteer coordinator at the rape crisis center in myrtle beach south carolina obviously if you break into someone's house tied them up and raped them that's going to be a different charge than if you were catcalling someone on the street they're not the same so when you want to think of the spectrum in that way i don't really think it's a problem but it becomes a problem when we start to minimize the act like things that aren't serious are not that bad because they are yeah the other thing too um actually technically some of this shit is still crimes yep if you like what's the difference between louis ck having two friends uh at, at, at his hotel room and whipping his dick out and jacking off and that happening on the train like what's the difference it's because it's indecent exposure right right it's still a crime right right it don't mean you go to jail for life you don't get killed or nothing not even but it's still a crime like some of the shit's still a crime sexual assault grabbing people touching people you're not supposed to still crime yes it is like it's weird like just because they're not felonies don't mean that they're not a crime like grabbing somebody's titty when you don't fucking know them and you just grow up, run up to them and grab their titty and they didn't ask you to or nothing like nigga that's still a crime you're not supposed to just do that no because you wouldn't want that shit to happen to you it's just weird man I, like i said man i then he defended louis ck which i think a lot of this comes down to uh he's seen the both defending empathizer ck whose apology for masturbating in front of several women uh damon found arresting i don't know louis ck i never met him i'm a fan of his but i don't imagine he's going to be doing those things again you know what i mean i imagine the price that he's paid at this point is so beyond anything that he i just think that we have to kind of start delineating between that uh, between what these behaviors are mm-hmm. what what price did he pay going away people don't like his. people don't want to watch his movie that's the price he paid what's the price he paid dog he'll be back how, how long is the sentence meek mill paid a higher price than this shit what are you talking right. about uh, so uh, this is motherfucker. Anyway, um, 
he tried to day man explain that shit and it didn't go too well Mm-mm. thank you y'all know where that's going um let's see what else happened um kate winsley also talked about dealing with harvey weinstein but they didn't have a sexual assault or anything she just said that she got labeled difficult because she refused to basically work with him and she said he used to come up to her and tell her like don't forget who gave your first movie and she was like you didn't give me my first movie i auditioned for four months and she was basically trying to say like you know that's how he works though constantly acting like doing his job is doing you the favor so you owe him something she was like i don't owe you shit uh terry cruz got into a debate on twitter about race and sexual misconduct um you know he's been very outspoken as a you know it's so i'm sorry i just get disheartened thinking about how uh specifically black men will support terry cruz in this type of thing but if he was a black woman or just a woman uh a white woman whatever they'd be quick to be like we need to stop being so sensitive about this shit but i haven't seen not one black man make the well hold up now are we trying to say that you can't not one about terry cruz and terry cruz was quote unquote just what's so natural and splendid natural damn auto plays yeah uh but terry cruz was literally quote unquote just grope in as the way that people try to portray it when it happens to women and i haven't seen not one like sweetener everything there we go i haven't seen not one of the dudes that i that i know who you know try to deflect and turn it into like well i've seen people falsely accused not one of them brought it up with terry cruz not one you know they believe him because he's a man and he's a black man and we believe we got to support him i don't and i believe him but i also believe these women but it don't like but it stops there for a lot of people they they'll like lift him up but then the second it's uh you know oh you know so-and-so uh russell simmons grabbed me oh come on now you know then it it gets back to well damn can we not say hi well we can't flirt at work it gets back to that and i'm like y'all didn't say that shit at all about terry cruz you know there's a whole lot of issues there why it didn't say it but it just it's sad that people can't see the relationship between all this shit correct but uh yeah someone um tagged him in an article about jason Priestley, who said he punched harvey weinstein at a party um and terry cruz said white people in america can do a lot of things i'd be arrested for come on and he said no one should feel ashamed for being privileged i'm privileged but because people was like what you mean white people can do this white people so what i gotta feel bad about being white he's like y'all got white privilege and he said no one should feel shame for being privileged i'm privileged but people confuse privilege with value no one is more valuable than anyone else why when white men sue they call shrewd and savvy businessmen but then when women and people of color do the same thing they call opportunists come on but you know like i said i i rarely see pushback in any circle i'm in when it comes to terry cruz like i'll see a whole lot of shit let Mm. if his name was tarika cruz and uh said the same thing happened it'd be like oh i don't know about this man you can't it was a party i was drunk ain't no but 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 my friend we can't have a good time at the party it would have been totally different but it's just sad to see folks be that way um vice media apologized for perpetuating sexism in the media industry 
which is sad because vice is a huge voice for like investigative journalism and shit yes they they have some actually excellent stories to take cover but it was started by some uh from my understanding some some dudes that were kind of shady in the first place oh so, so they do, do they no longer own the company like they do but it's just you know it's morphed over time into something else you know ah the media company vice was responding to a new york times story about rampant sexual harassment by senior executives and employees acknowledging that it failed to create a safe and inclusive workplace where everyone especially women can feel respected and thrive the times published a story on saturday based on interviews with more than 100 current and former employees detailing mistreatment of female employees including unwanted kissing groping and propositions for sex keep in mind they talked to a hundred fucking people a hundred dog that's a lot of people. how many people read that headline a couple of them these bitches be tripping wow you can't even flirt at work that kind of shit they talked to a hundred people dog a hundred people lying right the times reported that the company was settled has settled at least four cases involving allegations of sexual harassment and defamation brought by former employees one settlement totaled one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars and was paid to a former employee who claimed she was fired after she rejected an intimate relationship with andrew creighton the company's current president cultural elements from our past dysfunction and mismanagement were allowed to flourish unchecked that includes a detrimental boys club culture that fostered inappropriate behavior that permeated throughout the company it happened on our watch and ultimately we far we let far too many people down said vice founder shane smith and co-founder sarush alvey said in a statement saturday who losing their job nobody we're really sorry we let y'all down anyway uh right and that, and that's the thing that that kills me when people want to kind of rebut and go against you it was like who is out here getting shot in the street who is dying losing the job is not dying people don't have the right to work like like you know they don't have a right to a job right you know but all of a sudden i you lose your job is the worst fucking thing in the world you lose your money that's the worst thing in the world nobody gets canceled everybody comes back you know particularly people in these have position with this much money and this influence yeah they basically said that they restructured uh the harassment um and diversity inclusion advisory board with roberta kaplan and gloria steinem and they said they also strengthened produce pr- procedures for reporting harassment and creating the confidential employee hotline to report complaints and that, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. right the, yeah the, but when the main dude that did the shit it's still cr- is the fucking owner of the shit and still currently owns it like i said i real when i said the me too shit this is the kind of shit i'm talking about well motherfuckers just be like yeah yeah, yeah we did it all right back to work because who gonna fire me who gonna check me boo right like like it, like it's right back to like ain't no penalties matt damon worried about too many penalties i'm like ain't it ain't gonna be no penalties in a second like that that fucking fatigue is real motherfuckers be like ah, i'm over this shit it's too much y'all niggas keep talking you know uh track palin's ex reveals he has a past with domestic violence and says his family tried to hide it from the police we always knew them palin's was trash though right anyone shocked anyone surprised Mm-mm. nope um and meanwhile i got the nerve to be shitting on the obamas the whole time she was running the nerve the fucking nerve i'm a pit bull with lipstick 
yeah so his ex basically put his ass on blast like yeah this nigga be uh has domestic violence in his past and you know he just got recently arrested over the weekend um um so you know this is relevant uh and uh, she said he told me he was gonna kill me and his parents knew that jordan low 24 told daily mail they didn't want me to call police they know there's no doubt about it i think they wish they didn't know but they know i did stay quiet each time i never spoke about anything before this i wanted to respect their privacy and mine i just didn't think the world needed to know but i'm at a point that keeping quiet didn't do anything and he's hurt more people so it's time to speak up they have a 15 month old child charlie uh they were together for a year before they broke up after a scary incident in january 2016 during which palin was arrested after allegedly punching her in the face and threatening to shoot himself with an ar-15 the pair reunited when Lowe discovered she was pregnant but things didn't get any better after the birth of their son he was still so controlling their possession possessing that had temper problems i had to file a restraining order a second time because he was so crazy he was physically hitting me when he was mad and throwing things at me while i was holding charlie when he was one month old he tried to run me off the road in his car when charlie was in my back seat he was spit in my face whenever she tried to break things off palin reportedly went off the deep end even telling her he was watching her through her window and would put a bullet in her head and kill her entire family this week the son of the former alaska governor sarah palin was released from jail for attacking his father todd at his parents home and remains on house arrest both low and palin's ex-wife britta hansen who also shares a child with the man filed these messy ass I'm sorry i just had an it one moment of like if this is obama and they had multiple baby mamas and a crazy ass son file for protective order against him i would call them and tell them i tried to call them before i would call the police and most of the time that worked and they were able to at least keep me safe and get me away from him yeah police were involved and it was still kept quiet a very famous probably the only real famous family in that town and everybody complicit in the cover-up they've always been against calling the police because when it's all over the news it's a really big deal to me the fact that they called the police this time tells me it must have been really bad because i've seen him be absolutely crazy in front of them and they wouldn't even call the police Mm-hmm. so more trash more fucking trash uh rose mcgowan claimed that uh meryl streep knew about harvey weinstein's abuse and meryl streep was like the fuck i did <laughs> she said actresses like meryl streep who happily worked for the pig monster harvey weinstein are wearing black at the golden globes in a silent protest your silence is the problem your acts you accept a fake award breathlessly and affect no real change i despise your hypocrisy maybe you should all wear marchessa marchessa uh she continued i don't know what that means referencing the fashion line of weinstein's oh a strange wife georgina chaplin since then streepers responded to mcgowan's claim in a statement on cnn defending herself saying she was not deliberately silent she just had no idea about weinstein's actions it hurt to be attacked by rose mcgowan in a banner headline this weekend but i uh want to, to let her know i did not know about weinstein's crimes not in the 90s when he attacked or through subsequent decades when he proceeded to attack others i wasn't deliberately silent i didn't know harvey weinstein was not a filmmaker he was often a producer primarily a member of films made by other people some of them great some of them not great she added but not every actor actress and director who made films with harvey weinstein distributed 
uh that he distributed knew he abused women or that Correct. he raped rose in the 90s other women before and others after until they told us why seen needed me much more than i needed him and he made sure i didn't know street continued rose assumed the broadcast something untrue about me and i wanted to let her know the truth the through friends who know her i got my home phone number to her the minute i read the headlines i sat by the phone all day yesterday and this morning hoping to express both my deep respect for her and others bravery and exposing the monsters among us and my sympathy for the untold ongoing pain suffers yeah i mean because that's the thing they don't attack everybody right that's see that's the thing about abusers and this shit it's, it kills me but anybody closer than people start attacking them because they got that residual anger they don't vet to see like did you really know did you have any impact because let me tell you there's plenty of people who know and have impact and you can have it on the record like this person kept setting people up for meetings with this dude this agent kept funneling clients and his clients are saying i told my agent and he just said do you just go along and get along they're not even worried about those people they were and it's always it's the women around somebody that nope. catch the blame the for this fucking abusive ass man what about the men that knew too dog right like not even i'm saying you don't even know that they didn't know correct you know what i'm saying like you don't even know that they did or you didn't know assumptions you just went oh this bitch definitely knew but rose mcgowan is fucking messy as fuck like yeah, I, that's what i'm seeing in the chat room like she like she just got a whole bunch of money um and uh what was it for yeah she's gonna star in a e docuseries featuring her fight against sexual harassment in hollywood and we've covered on here before i believe it was here where she said shit that was froggy about black people when she was like if they would have said nigger in that joke y'all wouldn't be and people are like what the f- you need to calm the fuck down what are you doing you know uh she said some shit about ellen uh being gay before like she's just a messy ass motherfucker man and as always a movement started a long time ago by a black woman co-opted signal boosted by white women essentially it's gonna end up with white women getting paid and she get right books get and making money right that's a lot of times that's what happens right so yeah she's she's gonna get a bunch of money to do this series i'm sure or whatever she's gonna do with um for the me too movement because they don't have no problem taking credit for that shit at all you know that like that's just the sad part of all this shit is at the end of it you know it's gonna be a bunch of people that that do cake off of this that not necessarily founded or started this shit but at the same time it's a catch-22 because it would have never gotten any ground if it hadn't have been for these powerful white women that some of this shit happened to breaking the silence and i don't know what you do with that that's just a societal problem mm-hmm. like people would not have it's, it's not that this shit wasn't happening to other women they were talking about it and nobody gave a fuck correct it just had to happen to the right white women and then everybody went oh wow this is a lot you know uh yeah powerful hollywood women unveil an anti-harassment action plan so they started this uh group called times up uh and they have uh some uh, some women of color in it like this isn't just a white woman group like this group here uh it's got um america ferrera eva Longoria, nina l shaw black woman uh reese witherspoon uh shonda rhimes and tina chen uh so it's got you know black and brown women in it i know they also had a thing they're doing with anita hill supposedly going to hollywood to try to like balance out some rights and wrongs um 
they have the initiatives for times up they include this illegal defense fund backed by 13 million dollars in donations to help mm. less privileged women like janitors nurses workers at farms factories restaurants or hotels protect themselves from sexual misconduct and the fallout from reporting uh i, I think that's a great idea yeah i hope they execute it well um because i'd rather them at least be trying to do that than not because those are the two options it ain't no third option because if they didn't have their names on it it wouldn't be no 13 million and i hope they find good people to manage that money and to get it to the right people because there's a lot of women that don't have the names don't have a celebrity and don't have the resources and end up losing a lot of shit in life jobs college educations uh relationships you know all the stuff because they didn't have the resources so maybe this 13 million can put a a a, a, a drop in that with the legal defense fund i don't know how you qualify for it and stuff yet but i hope that it's accessible to a lot of people uh legislation to penalize companies that tolerate persistent harassment and to discourage the use of non-disclosure agreements to silence victims that's gonna be a very long-term job because it ain't gonna happen under trump uh, a drive to reach gender parity at studios and talent agencies that has already begun making headway and a request that women walking the red carpet at the golden glow speak out and raise awareness by wearing black yeah a lot of people don't like the wearing black protests i i don't know i don't know what you say there hopefully people wear black and then they also speak out because everybody keeps being like oh y'all just gonna wear black i'm like and then like they're like the men are saying they're gonna wear black and that ain't enough i'm like well i'm assuming and this is just my assumption and i hope that the media does their job you ask them why they wearing black right don't they stop and interview every motherfucker on the red carpet that's famous i mean i know it's easy to jump on shit on twitter and just be like this this is terrible what a stupid idea well let's see because if you show up and you wearing all black i expect motherfucking e to be like why are you wearing all black you know and let's see what the answers are now if the answers ain't shit then roast them niggas like i don't care but if the answers are good you know we get a couple good statements we get some hey man this is what's you know this is what's fucked up about this then okay cool you know but i i mean not that i expect these people to turn into activists and they're just fucking rich celebrities movie stars i don't expect them all to be super woke intersectional all this shit but you know i i, I think people shat on that so quickly and i was like this is just kind of that we we got to shit on everything you know we didn't do we didn't come up with it so it's a stupid idea um anyway um the times up movement was announced on monday with an impassioned pledge of support for to to working class women in open letter signed by hundreds of women in show business many of them a-listers the letter also ran a full page ad in the new york times and the la opinion a spanish language uh newspaper the struggle for women to break in to rise up the ranks and simply be heard and acknowledge that male-dominated workplaces must end times up on this impenetrable monopoly the group is one answer to the question of how women in hollywood would respond to cascading allegations that have upended the careers of powerful men in an industry where the prevalence of sexual predation has yielded the minimizing cliche of the casting couch and where the silence has been a condition of employment uh times up also helps diffuse criticism with the spotlight on me too movement that has been dominated by the accusers of high profile men while the travails of working class women have been overlooked uh this was highlighted in november when an open letter was sent on behalf of seven hundred thousand female farm workers who said said they still were hollywood actresses in their fight against abuse times up members said the letter bolstered their resolve to train their efforts on both hollywood and beyond yeah 
I, I hope like i said i hope it works man they 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 seem to have some very uh powerful diverse women at, at least at the forefront of this and we'll see yes we will other members are ashley judd eva longoria america ferrera natalie portman rashida jones emma stone carrie washington and reese witherspoon um showrunner jill soloway donna langley chairwoman for universal pictures uh the lawyers nina shaw and tina shin who serve as michelle obama's chief of staff uh maria etel an expert in corporate responsibility who's a co-chairwoman of the nike foundation so they got some heavy hitters on this shit and i really do hope it works because the alternative of hating on this or hoping it doesn't work or whatever i don't understand what that would be so good luck uh all right let's see um we gotta start getting ready to wrap up you guys can see karen is uh shutting down over there no i'm, I'm just not listening to you talk mm-hmm. that's what the show is karen listen to me talk <laughs> all right we don't want to hear what she got to say y'all y'all do it's, it's, it's just one of those things where like i said for me uh i feel how can i say this i agree i hope that i hope that they do the right thing i hope that they use this money in a positive manner um i hope they get somebody to manage it right i'm glad that the group is very diverse which is you know the number one thing uh i guess and i don't say my question but out of these people because uh, 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 it, it is a very diverse group but it could be more diverser like diverser if that's the word mm-hmm. uh, because they're you know uh, your LGBTQ people like I any of those I don't know everyone's I actually don't know everybody's sexuality on the on the on that list and that's true and that's true and that's true but some people are, are like more open like 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 this is who i am no i'm, I'm saying literally i don't know Correct. so i don't want to like those people are famous and they yeah. i don't keep up with that shit right. so i don't know america ferrera's sexuality i don't know um tina shin's sex like i don't want to just start assuming that 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 everyone's straight because you know what i'm saying because i don't right. know right and i don't know either but uh but but i'm saying like people that are like openly a hey, this is who i am this is how so people can look and recognize right. all, that all right. i'm saying is these people maybe correct we don't we literally we don't, don't know and i don't want to get a bunch of letters like y'all don't know tina she is oh like that's i don't right. know yeah. i don't know and maybe they already did that i hope that you know but if they didn't obviously they should you know correct and i I'm, and i will go on the record to say i don't know either like i i don't keep up and i i am unaware so that that x actually going on the record i'm unaware and i don't know uh but uh for me uh i hope that they do this i hope i wish them nothing but the best uh and it's going to be interesting to see you're talking about e it's going to be interesting to see if e even asks them because I can see them going on and E not even asking them about that. They're going to ask them about what did you eat? What jewelry you have on? Who are you wearing? You know, I can see the whole night where they're not even confronting or asking the question because they don't want to be in an awkward position where they actually have to have a real fucking conversation on E. Maybe. I, I don't know. I guess we have to see. That's why yeah, I said I'm, I'm withholding because I see people condemning it before it even happens and I'm just like, I'm a, y'all can do that. I mean, I'm not telling anyone not mm-hmm. to. I'm going to wait because maybe they will be asked why are you wearing are you wearing black tonight to support 
da 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 and let's see what the answer is because the answer could be as simple as yes which is really like well then nothing really happened like this is all pointless you know because it because you can always opt out with just yes yes you know oh yeah i'm just supporting women you know how it is supporting me too that's all um or maybe they have a conversation i mean they've done shit like this before the pins and lapels and shit like they've done that before but sometimes people have something to say like hey uh i see you wearing this 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 band on your um on your on your sleeve what does that mean oh this is for cancer awareness or this is for the military and and i had a cousin that died from this or whatever and you go and you get a personal story or you get like a you know like a, a this is why i did this thing correct i want to see if they have those or if niggas just be like i wore black that's enough stop asking me shit right you can get that too and back to when i was i was just listening because like i said i'm unaware and don't know so i was just trying to kind of take in and soak up everything you were reading mm-hmm. um so that i could get a, a better understanding of uh the situation and well, i thought like you that. was just ready for me to go cook that food no okay. no right. no 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 so yeah I know you be getting hungry sometimes and then <laughs> as soon as the show is over it's like when we gonna eat so then and i know i had to cook tonight so i just i got a little paranoid i'm sorry no 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 that's my fault yeah i can be a slave driver sometimes me too hashtag me too talil kwali sued the website for defamation over a story accusing him of raping a 14 year old girl oh now here's the thing about this the story was reported on turtle boy sports who the hell is a turtle boy okay right so a lawsuit obtained by at the blast kwali says uh by the at blast Kwali says turtle boy sports tweeted in reference to another story they claim to have a direct account of a woman's rape claim against the rapper and they said Talia Kwali once molested a 10 year old boy read it on the internet on a site called buffalo bruises must be true the publication reportedly tweeted that why did you rape that 14 year old girl how much did you pay her to keep quiet another tweet read however the blast clarifies that the site is actually called buffalo bruisers which was created by turtle boy sports to post the rape story which is its only story on the entire website in its entire history what as a result he is suing for unspecified amount of damages and defamation and it said the claims hurt his tour and record sales now i don't know if it really hurt his tour and his record sales but i do know that if muff like when i talk about unvetted claims when i talk about false stuff when i talk about this is the kind of shit i'm talking about where i'm like it's so obviously see-through that you just like okay that like literally nobody's i haven't seen anyone bring this up because everyone's like that's ridiculous and it and it would have that's the difference it would have broken everybody would have been talking like it like somebody like him it it literally it wouldn't be coming from no turtleboy.com right and then like and and you know and a lot of especially like politically active celebrities our targets already where it's like oh i don't like tyler quality because he's always talking about racism and shit well i'm gonna show him and it's like maybe conservatives are just stupid but it's so fucking hard to frame a man for some sexual assault shit like this you know what i mean like oh like even in your tweet you couldn't keep up with it like he wants less a 10 year old boy read it on the site uh why you raped that 14 year old girl keep up bro what which one is it is it uchi wally or one mike so yeah he's suing who knows who fuck is behind that shit i, I would sue them too yeah shout out to people that share stuff like that on facebook and stuff uh from these scrupulous sites it was like you're not even gonna look up 
what the fuck they do or nothing people do that sometimes send me an article rah check this out and i'm like but this there's one article on the site and it says something so unbelievable everyone in the world would have picked up and said what is this that's not real like anyway um uh let's get and i feel bad for the real turtle boys out there you know just give just giving y'all a bad name there's so many more trash people to get to guys yeah it was a lot i'm gonna just move on okay i need to wrap up need to do something let's give let's leave with a good taste in our mouths do something fun now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and they're all racist all right yes let's do this this one happened in north carolina oh what part raleigh oh a raleigh man threw hot grits on a woman Ah, ah. i hope they were buttered and seasoned a raleigh man threw a bowl of hot grits at a woman and almost hit his child with it oh shit edward marie spears 29 black was charged with assault on a female and misdemeanor child abuse he has been he was being held without bond in wake county jail under a domestic violence hold according to an arrest warrant spears tossed the hot grits on a woman's face tuesday oh as she was lying in the bed a child was in the bed next to the woman was nearly hit by the bowl of grits the warrant states guess the race of edward maurice spears chat room he is a black man you sure he ain't tossed bacon too the chat room says black al green black hot grits just like his gums black as fuck oh tyler perry black put butter in them black black as shit the correct answer is black Ah! everyone got it i've got to say and i do not think i'm exaggerating here grit related crimes on the blackout tips it gotta be batting a thousand for black come like, on i don't know if we ever had a grit related crime that had dealt with any level of whiteness mm-hmm. in it now you say queen of weeks i'm gonna be like white right it's never been like oatmeal right you say oatmeal you know that could go either way but when you say just old-fashioned grits like damn also i've never seen it done the opposite way i've only seen it women to men this this dude broke all the modes all of them all right well so far everybody's one for one let's see how about this one a man is accused of rigging a door to electrocute his pregnant wife what oh you heard me honey child you heard me yeah, they're like them damn bunnies on that on that uh um <laughs> peter rabbit yes. trailer a florida man oh florida <laughs> is accused of rigging the front door of a home in an attempt to electrocute his estranged pregnant wife in a facebook post friday flagger county sheriff rick staley called the case one of the most bizarre in domestic violence uh wait one of the most bizarre domestic violence cases he's seen officials said 32 year old michael scott wilson was arrested thursday in knoxville tennessee and charged with attempted aggravated battery on a pregnant woman and grand theft on a firearm he's being held on a 15 wait a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond and will be extradited to florida 
uh it's unclear if he has an attorney the woman's father kept deputies uh called deputies after wilson made suspicious statements about keeping children away from the door <sighs> deputies found the front door barricaded with burn marks when a deputy kicked the door a large spark was absurd holy shit what a motherfucking idiot dog oh god Mm-mm-mm. um but uh yeah guess the race of michael scott wilson white all right let's check the chat room see what you guys will leave um <laughs> home alone white 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 florida man at it again white lightning <laughs> <laughs> white lightning oh that's so good white people are fucking crazy white no grits in this story white white men go MacGyver black man just leave oh Kevin McAllister is all grown up white assaulting <laughs> ironically he probably anti-abortion white the correct Aww. answer is and hey, you all got it he's a white man He didn't think it was gonna sound suspicious when he's like uh, now stay away don't let the kids go by the door okay all right now look now you go by the door you go please no 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 not the kids hold on hold on no you sit down junior now you sit your ass down billy and you eat your cereal watch this game all right now uh baby i think i heard the door ring you want to go get that you want to go <laughs> dong. baby i think that's somebody uh no i can't get it i'm watching i'm watching the games uh i don't get it billy sit your ass down you can't get it <laughs> no no baby you go check the door you go check the door what you mean why all that smoke coming off the door handle <laughs> billy getting fussed out for no reason girl you know smoke just be coming off the door handle so i don't know what's go- maybe if you touch it you'll see like, it might be grandma boy if you don't sit your goddamn ass down <laughs> you're gonna fuck up my murder plot boy i know fuck around and kill you by accident Mm-mm-mm. good grief all right bonus round guys <laughs> That's right, double the points, double the race for the bonus round of Guess the Race. So far, Karen is 2 for 2. Yay! But let's see if uh, she can continue to go. And all the chat room is 2 for 2, everybody that's been guessing. Right? Uh, Alright, let's see here. How about this one? Edison, a town, there's the name of the town. Edison promotes three cops with a past of arrest involving nudity. Yeah, all three got promoted. The mayor of Edison promoted a group of police officers Monday afternoon as a new generation of police leadership in a town where officials have worked to rehabilitate the reputation of the tarnished force. Three of the officers had their own run-ins with the law a decade ago in two separate incidents involving nudity. Among the 14 officers given a new rank on recommendations from police chief Thomas Bryan, who, uh, was Lonis John Mepetalis, Mepetalis, okay, who was originally fired a decade ago after he ran from the scene of a car crash while off duty. What? He, he had no clothes on at the time. <laughs> a judge overturned his termination in 2007, ruling that his discipline was too harsh. The, overturned it? The detective was promoted to sergeant by Mayor Thomas Lanky, 
who served as the town's public safety director in the city uh council chambers what who want to report who want to have to report to the dude that ran butt naked the detective was promoted by to sergeant by mayor thomas lanky okay it is irresponsible not to mention a bit reprehensible for the media to dredge up decade-old incidents to besmirch these three officers but you did the bullshit each has matured personally and professionally each routinely demonstrates their commitment to law enforcement and their concern for the edison community in short they earned their promotions each was a child they were just young boys two uh, two others just want to flash them balls what's happening here two others david Salardino and brian rossmeyer were arrested in the hotel in ocean city maryland after reports came in of a naked man posing in front of a window flexing to attract attention ah! <laughs> good morning ladies the two had pulled the blinds closed after a small crowd gathered outside the hotel ah! what did the fuck you expect Salardino was charged in indecent exposure but later pleaded guilty to disorderly person's offense and was given 24 hours probation. Rossmeyer wasn't an officer at the time and it was unclear how his case was resolved. Salardino joined the force in 1999 and Rossmeyer was hired in 2007. Rossmeyer was promoted to sergeant and Salardino to lieutenant. <laughs> what kind of fucking police force was is this uh i know but like, police hello, academy i know hello ladies you would you like to get a view of the moon these promotions are based strictly on the scores that each officer achieved on a rigorous written examination administered by an independent california-based testing agency oh, and okay. on each officer's performance during oral reviews with our mm-hmm. command staff mm-hmm. you're right okay mm-hmm. our police uh <laughs> our police department's complement of officers is is better educated and more professional than ever before we are now ushering in a new generation of police leadership who will bring fresh ideas and new approaches to meet the evolving challenges of municipal law enforcement mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. their balls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i like that they just completely were like you know what that was that was a long time ago okay why y'all bringing up old shit yes it won mm-hmm. i think y'all need to let it go all right we have some very fine police officers here in edison mm-hmm. and you guys keep white because honey them with some niggas they'd be like them niggas don't deserve no promotion or job now listen uh officer mahoney ah! <laughs> now you showing that big black dick we're not here for it officer mahoney i need you to go ahead and uh get over there with uh, officer jones okay and officer hightower yeah, uh, Officer Jones, what you got to say about this? Drop, drop that bass. All right, Officer Jones, you're getting a little carried away. That's why you didn't get promoted. Um, All right. Yeah, uh, Saladino was charged with indecent exposure, later pleaded guilty. Da da da. Uh, yeah, our police department's complimented officers, better educated. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. also promoted monday to sergeant or patrolman michael falsetto and detective richard duffy michael horvath and steve todd uh not to mention uh lieutenant uh <laughs> moses hightower uh right? sergeant douglas uh mm-hmm. uh lieutenant hooks all of them remember her she was doing mm-hmm. it talk like this uh anyway guys guess the race of these officers karen, white everybody white karen went with white all right let's see what you guys in the chat believe their race to be 
uh naked gun white uh past white running white promotion uh naked gun white ultra white beans <laughs> uh to protect and serve these nuts white top white thighs matter <laughs> the police report said buck naked not butt naked white white men can't catch ah. a break except in the police department white oh, oh. uh a lot of whites going here uh this is the whitest story in the history of all white stories white saltine fury white so white the correct action is white that is some true white power right there come on must be nice <laughs> must be nice dog oh yeah i used to pull my dick out to a bunch of kids at a hotel and shit you know how it is but uh that's a long time ago i've grown since i was 40 right <laughs> i did that in my, i did that in my thirties. and now i'm ready to police the rest of my fellow citizens right to protect and serve this dick come on all right last thing so protect and jiggle these balls mm-hmm. <laughs> dead uh let's see what happened here a man shot and killed after injuring lamarck officer with a sword a lamarck man is dead and the officer is in administrative leave following a confrontation involving a sword investigators say 62 year old greg ham was shot once by a veteran officer after ham sliced the officer in the face with a sword oh guess that was sliced ham ah! sorry guys ham had retreated to a small shed where he lived off Ritama street after an earlier incident at his neighbor's home before 10 30 p.m sunday he got pretty sunday he got pretty aggressive with me said neighbor felice staples she tells eyewitnesses she called 911 sunday after ham forced his way into her home she says he was waving the sword around threatening she ran to another room and says ham then piled uh furniture up against the door so she couldn't get out stable says ham her neighbor and friend ransacked her home it scared me i'm usually not uh people who get scared but i ran and shut my door he was real close to me with it he says i'm gonna get some food i know that sounds so he was like that and i was like whoa Hmm? uh he ran from the home and was located by police at the property next door uh authorities identified the officer as jose santos and his canine partner rocky both are expected to make a full recovery santos is now on administrative leave pending further investigation um and they have and they're conducted independent investigations into the shooting ultimately a grand jury will decide if it was justified damn right well there you guys go man so it led to somebody getting killed either way uh you probably don't want you know motherfuckers walk around with swords unregulated right. we'll talk to y'all uh let's see so friday morning doing balls deep hopefully friday afternoon doing the nerd off for premium people mm-hmm. and then um we'll talk to y'all saturday for our feedback show oh wait actually i think this saturday we're recording with uh shadow doll productions yes so uh we do it we, we may have to do a feedback show on a sunday or something we'll let you guys yeah. know we'll let you guys know yeah, we'll, 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 before we leave depending on what time it is yeah you guys will find out i'm sure until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>